Welcome, everyone, to episode 389 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. So today's episode is going to be our 2018 Thummies episode. We are not going to have any other segments. It's going to be Thummies for the entire go. Uh, we also are, are also exper- experimenting with a different format this year. Uh, we are going to each list some nominees for the for the each category, and we're going to talk about it live and, and, and choose a winner or decide to not have the category, I guess, right? There's probably going to be a couple of those where we're not going to be we'll able hash to... It out. We'll hash it out. We'll hash it out all live, uh, and obviously we'll let you know if there's a winner, if there's not a winner. So uh, we'll see how this goes. I have no idea how it's going to go. Um, so, but yeah, we, we should just say there's a, a very good reason we've talked about doing this in the past. Yeah, this, we have this style of award, but uh, kind of settled on the idea that the way we play games and consume games and talk about them is it's all very personal. You know, we're not out there trying to write articles and cover everything and have a good objective opinion of everything. It's a much more subjective award show. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we prefer to have our own awards and just assign a point value to them. And then which whoever wins wins. Uh, But in this case, I I think it's because we didn't play as many games. So we're kind of part of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's get started. So the first category is the one that got away. Uh, this award goes out to a game that we enjoyed, but stopped playing for whatever reason. Will, what are your nominees? So my three nominees, Dan, are Nino Kuni 2, mm. Red Dead Redemption 2, God of War. Mm-hmm. Eric, nominees? Mm-hmm. Um, God of War, Far Cry 5, Forza Horizon 4. And Monster Hunter World. Okay. Corey? I had Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Dragon Quest Eleven, Monster Hunter, and God of War. I threw in a, a fourth one. I hope that's all right. Okay. I've got Far Cry 5, Frostpunk, and Monster Hunter World. Hmm. So it looks like Monster Hunter World's on three of our lists. Far, Cry 5. Far Cry 5. I also there. had Far Cry 5. Okay. God of War was on three also. So probably between those those two, right? Yeah, I guess it would be. Okay. Well, no Forza Horizon. Uh, I put in about twenty hours into it. All right. So I, I do like I do think I needed to play more of it. I do want to play more of it, but twenty hours is a good amount of time to get a feel for a game. Whereas with God of War, Red Dead Redemption, Neo Kuni, I put probably no more than four hours in any of those three games. So, um. I regret it for at least two of the three, but all right. So, so what do we think? Does, does anyone feel really strongly one way or the other? Yeah, well, I would pick God of War. God, God of War. I mean, this award's weird for this because this is a very personal award. It's yeah. which it's basically saying which game do you want to play more of, and it's hard to come to a group decision on that. Um, yeah, I feel like Corey's going to say Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I don't really care. So whatever you guys want, I'm fine with God of War. I just, for me, I would say God of War, uh, uh, largely due to the praise that it got in national games media. Not that I always think they're right, but I think in this case they probably were, uh, based off of what I played of it. And the reason I didn't get to play more of it is because I traded my PS4 in uh, towards my Xbox One X. Yeah, same. 
Um, so that's one of the couple. There's actually there's two games on PS4 that I really really wish I had gotten to play either at all or more of, and that's that's one of them because um, I really enjoyed my time with it. Uh, I did start a little slow, which I think uh, Corey would attest to. Mm-hmm. Is one of his reasons he'd probably pick Monster Hunter. Um, but yeah, I I just think. And Monster Hunter for me is like such a friggin' like slog because there's so much to it. Where God of War for me these days is definitely one I feel like I could uh, put a lot more time into had I kept the PS4 where I did have access to Monster Hunter on my Xbox. I just chose not to play it because it's such a slog to get through those games. Um, So I guess those are kind of my reasons for God of War. Yeah, I Got mean, him. I'll I'll pick up from there. I, with all the attention that the this game got, and the fact that I only put in three or four hours, I think it's kind of I didn't give the game nearly enough time that it deserves, and it would probably be around for a lot more of my, uh, a lot more of my categories. But unfortunately, I didn't play more of it to be able to give it its due, uh, and that's why with I look at a game like Red Dead Redemption Two, you know that was critically acclaimed as well, uh, and Nino Cooney, like you know that game I know Corey loved and Dan really loved, but um, I think God of War holds more um, more game of the year uh, winners this year, and I feel like that's probably the biggest game that's like omitted from our lists for everything at this point. Mm-hmm. Probably. So I think it's good to at least say that we didn't play God of War, yeah. um, and that's why I won't be around for people who you know don't don't listen to us or are new and like why haven't these guys picked God of War for anything? Much like Horizon uh, Zero Dawn, the year yeah. that that came out. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I'm fine with saying God of War too. I don't I don't necessarily feel strongly about Monster Hunter World. I, I really liked it, uh, but like like Eric said, it's it 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 was a little too much of an of investment of time for me. Uh, you know, trying to spread my wings as much as I could this year with what little time I, I had. So just quickly, I think it would be fun to just say which one we would have, if we were listing ranking these, which one we would have at the top or no. Oh, mine would be God of War for sure. Sam. Okay. I would, I would have Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I would have monster hunter probably at my top, but that's, I don't feel strongly about any of them to be honest. Yeah. I didn't put, Assassin's Creed on this list, even though I started it, I really only played it for like 30 minutes, so I didn't even qualify it for one that got away. Yeah. Uh, I put it in another category. Um, but yeah, I would imagine if I had put a little more time in it, that one probably would have competed with God of War more than Monster Hunter for me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I played half an hour, and I really liked it, but it was on uh, Project Stream, and I couldn't, uh, uh, I couldn't stomach the bad it- frame. If there's one thing that we come out of this thummies tonight, it's play Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So God of War, winner? Yeah. Okay. Chicken dinner. Winner, winner. All right. Uh, let me put that on there. So the winner of the 2018 Thummy Award for the one that got away is God of War. Very nice. Blue ribbon. God. <laughs> I would have had paper that probably would have been better but i couldn't find any okay so our second category 2018's 2017 game of the year this award goes to a game that came out last year that we spent the most time playing this year Corey, nominees i had divinity original sin 2 that came out last year right yep okay divinity original sin 2 and then i kind of cheated with my second one i put hollow knight because um i know it came out this year but on the switch yeah 
Um, we've been we've done that in the past, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, I think well, it's 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 it, you can put it for both if you played it on the Switch. I mean, if it it came out on the Switch this year, it came it, out on PC what last year, right? My mm-hmm. de- well, my defense was it came out on four different platforms this year and only one last year, so I counted it for this year. It's fair. Go ahead, Corey. That's it. Okay. Uh, Will nominees. Yeah, so my nominees are Civ Six, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, my nominees are Breath of the Wild and Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. Eric, what are your nominees? I gotta tell you, off the top of my head, I couldn't think of anything that I played. Okay. That fit in this category. All right. Yep, and I didn't have enough time to really dig into it. So I yeah, have well, because then you have to go through and see what games released last year that you might have played at the beginning right. of, of the year. And even if I had, it would have been super minimal. Right. I wouldn't even feel like I could put up a strong argument, so. Yeah, okay. Abstained. All right. Um, I, I mean, I feel very strongly about Breath of the Wild. Uh, I played, I don't know, probably 100 hours of it this year. Um. So that's that's my one. I, I don't feel super strongly about Hellblade. I liked it, but uh, it didn't didn't do anything for me uh, compared to Breath of the Wild. So, Corey, what are your thoughts? I don't really have any other than I really loved Divinity: Original Sin too, mm-hmm. and I think I I can't remember the time frame of when I played that, but I feel like it was early uh, early this year, and then I think I picked it up again a little bit later. Um maybe over the summer or something like that. I loved that game. I loved Hollow Knight, but uh, yeah, I don't feel very strongly about either. I played so few games this year that I don't know. Okay. Just one of those things. Will? Uh, I really don't feel too, too strongly about any of them. I've played Horizon, Civ, and Breath of the Wild all this year. I would say Breath of the Wild is the game from last year I look back the most fondly of and think about the most, so I would definitely probably put uh, Breath of the Wild as my number one. Okay. Eric, outsider's perspective? Um, from the games that I have heard you gentlemen speak of, I would say Breath of the Wild. Darn good. Darn yeah. good game. Yeah. With, uh, Corey, you okay with Breath of the Wild as a consensus yeah, pick? Yeah, Okay. So the winner of the 2018-2017 Game of the Year uh, is Breath of the Wild put that on my list because if i don't write it down i'm gonna forget uh next category is best multiplayer experience this award goes out to a game that excels in the areas of multiplayer both online and in person do we bother do we bother (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i mean i think i think we're probably gonna easily come to a consensus on this right yeah uh well why don't we go ahead uh eric you can start with your nominees (laughs) um had surprisingly i did add uh, super smash brothers ultimate to my list this year uh-huh. oh um cod blops 4 uh-huh. i actually really enjoyed and uh madden 19 solely because of the co-op or not not i'm sorry not co-op connected franchise that i take part in okay that i've had a good time with this season all right will yeah, so funny. I got Blops Four as well. Uh, yeah. It was a lot, of, a lot of fun. I want to get back to the Battle Royale because it's probably my favorite Battle Royale. You know, uh, what next... I, uh, Court, real quick, Will. Sorry, uh, I almost put just that in uh, game that got away. Just that specific mode. Because we played it like a lot a couple when, times, yeah. When it when it first started, and then we never went back to it. Right. And it was really good. 
After that, I got Dragon Ball Fighters, which uh, it's my number two, and obviously you guys probably know what my number one is, Smash Brothers. Yeah. So, yep. Okay, uh, Corey. Nominees. Yeah, I had uh, a Smash, definite. Um, I also had Dragon Ball Fight. Is it Fighters or Fighter Z? Fighters. Fighters. Um, having only played that briefly with Will one night over Christmas, but uh, the Dragon Ball brand is enough to get me excited. And then I had Super Mario Party as well. That's oh, a good one, Super actually. Mario, I totally forgot about that one. I'd like to throw my hat in the Mario Party bucket, too. Uh, mm-hmm. Mario Party making a comeback. Mostly because Corey <laughs> fucking sucks at that game. <laughs> I suck at that game. That's, you know, it's completely locked. That's, that's the Dark Horse pick, right? Uh, so I had Smash Brothers, obviously, Monster Hunter World, and then Sea of Thieves I picked, because I had fun with that, even though I played mostly by myself, but wandering across the occasional pirate was fun. Uh, but both of those pale in comparison to Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, yeah. I mean, that's our pick, should right? We, should we talk about, you know, a little bit about our experience, yeah. even though yeah, of course. You know, we had an episode about it, for those that didn't listen to the episode? Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I, yeah, I guess I can talk about it. Um, well, these three gentlemen here that we do the podcast with, the Mirtha Boys, uh, talked about getting together for the Smash release weekend, and uh, I, I said, well, so I'll see if I can get a flight up there. So I went up too, and we had a fun-filled weekend. Just We put in at least 24 hours worth of Super Smash Ultimate. Uh, just had good food, good drinks, good times one of the better times i've had in quite some time just playing video games and sitting on my ass yeah with my buddies it was great man and the game itself was tremendous i mean yeah. just you know in the past uh i'm sure i have probably not talked the most glowingly about smash brothers uh probably <laughs> if i went back and listened i have given will shit about smash brothers i would imagine yep for years yeah for yeah. years you did this one is really, really fun, though. I don't know what the difference is, but I have had so much more fun with this version than I did with other ones, um, just doing you know all of the different stuff on it. But specifically, the multiplayer, like in person, sitting on a couch with other people, it, it really would be tough to beat that experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. And you could play up to eight players on one screen, which is unheard of. I know did you'll... We did, did we do six at one point, or five? I, th- I think we six. had five five was our most yeah and the getting the gamecube controller back in the hand yeah oh yeah, yeah. i was Feels so good. i like i've never been so excited to go to the store and buy a controller mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's it's a game changer for that game it's like oh. it's like it's made for smash brothers no doubt about it so, i won't play it without it now no i can't either it's no. embarrassing i can't believe people play it with another controller scheme yeah it doesn't make Just, sense to give the game a few more brownie points, um, at least the little bit of experience I have playing online against people um, w- went very smooth and yeah. worked surprisingly well too. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. yeah, they they fixed a lot of the online stuff. People are still going crazy about it being terrible, but I actually haven't had any issues with it since uh, when it first came out. So, yeah. Yep. And agree. So yeah, the 2018 Thummy Award for Best Multiplayer Experience goes to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Okay, big surprise. Uh, next category is Most Complete Experience, right? Because I my numbers are messed up. Did I miss a category? I just, gonna, I just noticed that. There's no four. 
There is no four. Okay. Because me and Will so, went through and deleted a couple categories, and I must just not yeah. have changed the numbers. I just took the numbers out and left it in the order you had it. Okay. Perfect. Can we? I think we should move a category up real quick. Okay. While it's still early. What do you Game think? we wish we played? Yeah, we can get that out of the way. That's a good idea. I think we did that last year, too. I, cause, uh, only because for people who are listening, they'll get a good context for what we just didn't even get a chance to play this oh, year. Yeah. We should, that one should honestly should probably go first or second. Yeah. I think we did that last year. I know we did, did them we? out of order. Uh, what yeah. number was that one? 17. 17. Oh, okay. Game. All right. So, yes, next category is game we wish we played. So this award goes to a game we didn't get a chance to play this year for whatever reason. Uh, Will, go ahead. So this is the one that I have the most nominees for. I actually have five. But Celeste, Detroit 2 Human, Valkyria Chronicles 4, Battlefield 5, and Spider-Man. Okay. Eric? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I have quite a few for this one as well. Uh, I have, this is kind of a silly one, but it's a game I have wanted to play for a while now. Uh, and it came out on Switch this year, which was Dragon Quest Builders. Oh, yeah. Um. I'm pretty sure that was on my list last year, too, for whatever else it came out on. Mm-hmm. Um, Dead Cells is one that has always had my interest and gets very well-reviewed, and I haven't had a chance. Spider-Man uh, was a game I was super excited about because of who made it. And uh, like I said, I traded my PS4 in, so I didn't have a chance to play it. Um, is it is it Gris, Dan? Gris, Gris yes. Gris on yep. Switch, which I am going to buy. Me, too. Um, and play, so that could be a nominee for a category next year for us. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, Hitman 2, because I loved the last one. Had a really good time with it. And uh, when Will said Detroit 2 Human, I added that to my list as well. Okay. Corey? I've got Valkyria Chronicles 4. Uh, Moss, although I don't know if Moss came out this year. I think it came, out, of, I think it came out of early access this year, so I think it is okay. release this year. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, I have Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire. I also have Dead Cells and Gris. Mm-hmm. I have Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes, I didn't play that. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, because I only played about half an hour. It's not really playing it. Uh, and then I put Return of the Obra Din. That's yeah. winning a lot of people's game of the year. So, What's this um, now? I've never it's, heard of that. It's, uh, it's an indie game. I, I'm not even sure what it's about, but the art style is like the, one of the most unique things I've ever seen. It looks like it's, it was drawn on... Um, I know it's on PC. PC, yeah. I'm not sure. It, it might be on else. other platforms, but it, it's made by the Papers Please people. Yeah. So. Oh. It's really, really cool looking. Um, so that's one I really wanted to play. But I, I mean, I could have had a really long, lengthy list too. Uh, you guys mentioned Dead Cells. That would that would be on my list. Um, so yeah. That's what so. Are you going to add Dead Cells to your list then? No, I I I wanted to keep three games. Those are those are the top three that I would say I, I wish I had played. So, so Dan, run, run your through me one more time. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, which I know everyone else played, so that wouldn't wouldn't be a a, a competitor, I guess. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and then so, Return of the Obra Dinn. I think that we could form an argument that we wish you had played that as well. Yeah, or at least Corey and I could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, two of us have Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Two of us have Spider Man. Okay. Oh, who's the other one that had Spider Man? Will. Well, I'm two trying. To, have... I'm trying to take notes here. Two of us have Valkyria Chronicles. Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah. Yeah. That would be on my list too. But I, I like I said, I wanted to 
keep it at three. Yeah, I don't feel strongly enough about Detroit Too Human, even though Will and I both had it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I have that high on my list, but most of these games I'm kind of okay with winning. So yeah, I'm all right with pretty much whatever with this well, one. Well, I'm thinking right here, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I would pick that one, too, considering I said if we come out of this podcast with one thing, you guys need to play it. <laughs> yeah. How does I would it... either say that, or I wish Dan had played Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically me playing Red Dead. Maybe we just we throw a real wrench in and just pick that. I'm fine with either or, <laughs> to be honest. No, I think, I think Assassin's Creed Assassin's should be the Creed. winner here. Okay. I'm cool. I'm good with that. You gentlemen agree? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I like I'm it. bored. All right. All right. So the winner of the 2017 Thummy Award for a game we wish we played is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Not that we care, but it probably wouldn't be a good look if the number one game we wish we played was Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Oh, true. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and good one point. game of the year, possibly. <laughs> yeah. Even though okay. we didn't play it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next on the list, Most Complete Experience. Uh, this award goes to a game that comes in a well-rounded package. Eric, we'll start with you. Nominees. I always have a hard time with this category. Yeah, it's open to I interpretation. Yeah, I, I guess. So the two games I put on there, and I, I did put God of War on there because I felt like I played enough to realize that it was complete. But, you know, I never I never know if I should not put that on there because it doesn't have a multiplayer aspect to it. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I did. I put Red Dead Redemption Two and God of War, and I guess I'm probably gonna put Super Smash Brothers Ultimate on there. Okay, those would be my three. Well, so I've got Smash Brothers Ultimate, Forza Horizon Four, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna put Forza on mine too. Forza is so. a good pick. Uh, I only have one game on here, and it's Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, I'll explain why. Corey, go ahead. I had Celeste in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm. Yeah, Celeste. I, I, yeah. What it would, what's what's uh, what's Celeste well, on think, there for, Corey? Um, so the way I interpret this category is it's the the game that I look back fondly on without any sort of issues with it. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it has to be a good game, obviously, and I have to enjoy it, but it's just something i look back on and i'm like man you know that was just a really all-around good time mm-hmm. playing a video game okay. um that's sort of what i base it on but okay uh yeah i mean i picked super smash brothers ultimate uh because it has something for everyone um because i i spent some time in the nintendo switch subreddit and people are like oh i don't like playing online multiplayer games am i okay to get super smash brothers ultimate and i think the world of light aspect alone is enough of a game itself uh to warrant uh just a single player purchase and then it's got obviously all the online modes and the classic mode and spirit board and and all that stuff uh in addition to the couch co-op aspects so plus that i was, would that say like pick. smash is even fun just single player against the computer yeah yeah it's, it's challenging ho- ho- honing your skills up. yeah yeah mm-hmm so not to mention this is literally the most complete smash brothers game there's been it literally has every bit of content from the past games in this yeah. game so like Sounds the more like literal yeah the literal interpretation for smash brothers ultimate you know yeah mm-hmm. ultimate okay All you right. guys want to make any arguments for any of their games i don't think i have a better argument than that nope okay 
Yeah, I mean, I feel very strongly about my other two, but I also don't have a better argument. So I would say gotcha. Forza Horizon. Would Forza be would be for close. Me. Yeah, I, I played that for like half an hour. Uh, yeah. It's it, it's awesome. Always I didn't such a play good package. Enough. Yeah, because it has the single player stuff. It has the multiplayer stuff. It has you know endless customization. Uh, but yeah, the winner of the 2018 Thummy for most complete experience is uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, category number six. Uh, I guess it is six now because we, we moved up the other one. Uh, Breath of Fresh Air. Uh, so this award goes to a game that brings a little something new to the table outside of the, your run-of-the-mill FPS or open-world RPG. Uh, though it could be one of those games with a twist. So, uh, Will, what are your games? So, I like to go off the, the wall with this one. I actually don't pick games. Mm-hmm. I pick more trends that have been going on. Okay. So... My first one that I have for a nomination is the strong showing of single-player games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we live in a world where a lot of the multiplayer games are taking over, like Fortnite, uh, PUBG, uh, the Blops Battle Royale, all of those. Like Those are the more popular, dominant games. But uh, this, the strong showing of single-player games is still going on. Like There's a lot of really good single-player games that are still coming out, and kind of it's nice to have those still. Um, my next one is Bethesda is no longer the golden boy. I love seeing that. Um, they're taking a lot of flack this year. <laughs> and my other one is Ubisoft coming out strong with some really good games. I think this is the best run that they've been on for as long as I can remember. Because when we started this, we used to relentlessly pick on Ubisoft, and everybody in the gaming community used to pick on Ubisoft. But now, like, their games are pretty darn good. So those are my three. Mm-hmm. Eric, what do you got? Um, I said God of War. Uh, mostly because of how different it was from the other God of War games. I mm-hmm. thought that would, would categorize it for Breath of Fresh Air and how good it was considering how much they changed what it used to be. Um, and then I said Celeste. I guess, I don't know if it's a Breath of Fresh Air because those kind of games have been around for a long time, but I would say none of them really hooked me the way that one did. Yeah. So those were the two that I had. Okay. Corey? I only had one, and it was Octopath Traveler. Um I know we we get a lot of retro RPGs, but this is the first time I I've seen one that was done with a modern touch. You know, all the modern uh, effects and the what do they call it? The fake uh, 3D. Yeah, the, a word yeah. for whatever that's called. Yeah, the art style was awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. I just thought the art style, the storytelling. I mean, everything. It was a retro RPG like on steroids. Um, and to me, that was kind of refreshing because we do see a lot of these games come out, and I feel like the same kind of people eat them up. But uh, to have one come in late, and it seems like it w- was fairly popular, right? How many get- copies did they sell? It did really well. A few million. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. That's not my kind of game at all. But I love that game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my categ- my nominees were Celeste, um, Into the Breach, and Kirby Star Allies. Uh, Celeste, because just the, like Corey talked about earlier with, with the, it being like a complete, like nicely bundled up experience. Um, and, and having a, a, a platformer with like a good story is, is a different experience mm. for me, you know? Um, an interesting story. You haven't story. played Braid, have you? I have not played Braid, no. Um, I know, that's blasphemy, but, uh, Into the Breach, just because, uh, I don't know. It, it was a really contained grid game. Um, I don't know. 
I like that one. Kirby Star Allies, because I've never played a Kirby game. Uh, it was fun and and light, and uh, but also had some epic boss fights. So that was that was different. I know nothing about that game. That's I don't either. I was pre- actually going to ask Tim to talk about it because I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a it's basically a platformer, and uh, but Kirby Kirby in this one has like friends that follow him and do different things. So um, did you play it with uh, the family? No, I played it by myself. Okay. Um, I bought it with the intention of playing with with the family, but they didn't get interested in, in it until like maybe two or three months ago. They started playing yeah. it. So yeah. All right, so some similarities. We got Celeste. Yeah, that's one. Um, Were there any other duplicates? No, I think that was it. No, but I do back the Octopath argument. Yeah, yeah I would be good with. Octopath I would be too. okay with Octopath, even though I didn't put it on my list. I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah, Corey makes a good argument. Yeah, I, I actually uh, I probably would probably sub into the breach with Octopath Traveler. Now that I think about right. it. That are a winner. Yeah, yeah, if if I was actually picking games, Octopath would be what I'd pick. Because as Corey said, like other companies try to do the old school JRPG. If you look at like uh, Blast Sphere, I Am Setsuna, like yeah. they don't really hit the mark as well as Octopath Traveler did. So yeah, yeah, no, totally agree. I I Am Setsuna couldn't hold Octopath Jock, no. not even no, close. No, yeah. And the battle system, so good. Like that's yeah. one of the few games that I never got bored of the side battles. You know. It doesn't yeah, happen often. It's, it's just like a triple A retro RPG. It's great. Okay, so the winner for the 2018 Thummy for Breath of Fresh Air is Octopath Traveler. Um, next category is Please Stop. Uh, so this award goes out to a game or industry practice that seriously needs to stop. Eric, what do you got? Mm, I feel like I say this one every year. Let's stop with the yearly releases of EA Sports games and just give us a fucking updated roster. Uh-huh. I'll pay you what you want for it. Okay. But I I just think they could give us an updated roster and some changes for thirty or forty bucks. I'm good with it. So that's my first one. Okay. Second one is um, Bethesda, mostly their game engine. I was annoyed when they said they were keeping their game engine for whatever. Was it the new Elder Scrolls game? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that really annoyed me. Like, I just need to update it. I, th- I feel like enough people have bitched about how janky. It, like, when a Bethesda game comes out, everybody's like, well, you have to expect the jank. Yeah. But at some point, why why do we need that? Like, yep. you shouldn't expect that Yeah. at this point. When other games are coming out, like, flawless. Like, look at a game like Red Dead. It's so mm-hmm. big and, like, there's no jank. You know, yeah. If, if you look at Horizon, who's a first-person shooter studio, they made an open-world RPG better yeah. than Bethesda has, and they've yeah. never made a game like that. Yeah. So I, I, those are my two. Okay. Uh, well, go ahead. Uh, so my first one is poorly. This is the keyword: shoehorning politics into games. Um, I couldn't select Life is Strange. For anything this year i have to wait until next year so that's my way of kind of quietly nominating it uh and whiny gamers is my other one okay get behind both of those arguments yeah they're the biggest bunch of children mm. um so i have fallout 76 just in general so that's it goes along with eric's bethesda stuff that and got, then that got another nomination for me later <laughs> okay <laughs> 
Uh, and then digital card games is my other pet peeve. Okay. Um, Valve has, for the longest time, not developed a game. Uh, and then when they announced that they were, were going to release a game this year, and it became, it was uh, what Artifact, was that it? Yeah. Yeah. And and what a disappointment that was with all the great games they have that they could be making and they came out with it. It's it's not just that, it's the Bethesda card game, the Witcher card game. And they may be good, I don't know. I don't I don't care. I was just going to say I've heard the Witcher one is is really good. They probably are good, but I just don't care. Yeah. I've had heard enough Hearthstone, you know, that's that's kind of Hearthstone and Magic, they're kind of the originals um the first in the digital space, but after that Go ahead, Corey. Mario Party. You know, is it's one of those love-hate games. I I I love the idea of it, and I love what was it? Mario Party Two, the one on uh, was it GameCube? Yeah, I don't. The remember. one that was really good. But it's like every year I play it, I'm just a little disappointed. I mean, it's fine; it does the job, but I just feel like there's so much potential the Mario Party games. They they just leave so much on the table, and I I mean, I buy it, and I'm a little disappointed, and I still boot it up and play it, but I'm more pissed off while I play it than I am happy. But I still play it. Corey, I think you're exactly right. Like, there's such a good base for for a game there, but you just never feel like it takes that next step to be great. I mean, the boards, they look cool, but once you get in them, they're kind of uninspired. Yeah. yeah, and you play them a couple times, and you're like, all right, well, I mean, I've yep. done this, you know? Yep. The, they didn't have very many characters this game, which I don't really mind. But um, the other, the mini games, I mean, some of them are like, press a button. That's not a mini game, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right, so what are we going with here, fellas? Whiny gamers. <laughs> yeah, let me let me make a defense for that. Yeah. Um, I think we're. I mean, we're all on board with that well, mentality. Well, I was a little harsh, and when I was going over my nominations, but this is why I've selected that. The Blizzard thing really got to me. Did Blizzard screw that up? A hundred percent. But freaking out over a mobile Diablo game when you know Diablo Four is being made. Like, relax. And on top of that. I was so sick of people freaking out over the Smash leaks being fake and then going after uh, uh, Sakurai over not putting their favorite obscure cult classic character into the game. Like, get a, get over yourself. There's literally almost 80 characters in the Smash Brothers game, and you're freaking out because Isaac from Golden Sun, who's been <laughs> in one game ever, isn't in the game. Well, I'm I'm with you, but I think it's it's just outrage culture. It's like whoever can craft the loudest most angry argument gets the most fake internet points so everybody's competing yeah. to do that well yeah and like you get on reddit and like everyone's applauding each other and like over waluigi like nobody really likes waluigi that much mm-hmm. like, he's fine as an assistant trophy for, for the love of god i don't know it just <laughs> it it gets to me and it used to never really bother me because i was like it doesn't bother it doesn't really matter, but like recently this year, it's really been getting under my skin about how just entitled they are. I don't know. And then you try to stop paying attention to it, but then you're out of the loop with things like me. I, honestly, I don't know be... what's going on because I never, I never read articles or anything anymore. Well, do you know what the problem is? It's Reddit. Yeah, that doesn't help. 
that's where See, a lot I've never of it on Reddit. Stems. Yeah, that's that's where a lot of it stems from. There's In a the subreddit chat. I subscribe to called Reddit for Grownups. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. In the chat, uh, Reefer says Corey sold him on Mario Party. Uh, and Idaho Jake said he does like Bethesda, but it's time to upgrade. Mm-hmm. So, for what it's worth. Um, I'd say we're between Mario Party and Whiny Gamers here. Unless, Dan, do you feel strong, more strongly about the Bethesda thing? I mean, I don't have... No, no. Um, I just put Fallout 76 because it's, yeah. that just was unnecessary, I think. I think they, you know... They could have made Fallout 76 as, like, their normal single-player Fallout, and people would have loved it, probably, but they had to do a stupid online thing. So I don't feel necessarily strong strongly about that. Um, and I'm also going to guess Fallout 76 comes up again later. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I have it nominated. <laughs> um, I can't imagine for what. Jeez, oh, I almost want to pick Mario Party here. I'm, I will concede Mario Party, partly because I think it's a funnier pick. <laughs> Well, I think really what it comes down to is Corey's just not very good at it, but... <laughs> well, hey. that plays into it. Corey's the one that always loses to us, and right. says, please stop. <laughs> I'm fine with Mario Party, if that's what we want to yep. go with. Yep. I, I understand, Corey, your... And I'll talk about it a little bit later, but not living up to the the potential to what, what mm-hmm. uh, a Nintendo game specifically could be. Mm-hmm. So, I haven't played that one, but... Yes, you have Mario Party. Oh, yeah, yeah. I played the first one, so I I know what you're it's good. I know what it's about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're right, Corey. Literally, the mini games are just press A, and then mm-hmm. that the that's the whole mini game. Well, I think we talked a little bit about Fusion Frenzy. Like we all look back very fondly on that. Maybe it's just rose tinted. What's the phrase? Glasses. Glasses. That's it. That's the whole phrase. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Like, I just think back on some of those mini games. They were much more in depth. There was strategy and luck involved, not all luck. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like an example is that fishing mini game that we played, where you had to pull the longest like fish out. There yeah. was no skill to that. You were literally just guessing what fish. No, was no, no, no. Not true. If you went around to the puddles, you had to feel which had a bigger vibration. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. No, that is he's, that is he's right, but like, really? I don't know. It's <laughs> even so. There's like five puddles, and there's four players, and yeah, it's like so. Yeah, wow. like you might as well grab the first one, and just hope for the best. Yeah. I rescind my fishing mini game. No, it's still <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with Mario Party. Mario Party. Your party. Which two in a row that Corey sold us on? Which one was yeah. it? Which Mario Party? Super Mario Party? Yeah, I got the box right over here. Okay. <laughs> it's called... Never mind. I don't. I think it's Super Mario Party. A Super Mario Party sounds right. Okay, I'll put I Super I think I had Party. a number. So the winner for the uh, 2018 Thummy for Please Stop, Super Mario Party. There nice. it is. Uh, next... So, yeah. Uh, next on the list is Best Keepsake. Uh, this award goes to a game that has given you some sort of takeaway from the game. Um, I'll start. My nominations are Celeste, Frostpunk, and Octopath Traveler. Corey, what do you have? I had one game, and it was Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh-huh. 
Eric? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Octopath Traveler. Um, well, I guess I can get into why after. Mm-hmm. Will? Uh, got? I've got Hollow Knight, Spyro Reignited, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. So we've got a few few different things here. Um, Eric, we'll start with you. Octopath Traveler, what's... Yeah, um, I would say the thing that that game uh, allowed me to take away from it, aside from you know all the great things we already talked about with it, was the fact that there's probably a whole genre of games out there that I haven't you know, experienced too much and thought I was never a fan of, but maybe I've grown into being kind of a fan of them. Mm. So, you know, at some point I'd like to maybe try some of those other ones, uh, some of those JRPGs, and see if I can get into them like I did with Octopath. Okay, cool. Yeah. Corey, what, do you, what about you? Um, so for me, for, for keepsake, it's it's sort of something that I get outside of just sitting and what I get just sitting and playing a video game. Mm-hmm. And it was really hard for me, having beaten Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, it was really hard for me to look at that epic that I experienced and not consider it for a keepsake. Right. Um, it's not normally my style of game. I think last year or two years ago, I picked Bury Me, My Love. Like generally smaller experiences that speak to me on a bigger level than just games. Um, but in this case, I think Red Dead Redemption 2's story did achieve that for me. Uh-huh. So. Okay. Uh, Corey? Or Will, I'm sorry. Will? Yeah, so I kind of am the same way with Corey of how I look at this category. I look at it as in what do I get kind of outside the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, real quick, like, Spire Reignited, that's, you know, I have it in here, but it's not a serious contender while with, between the other two because it just makes me look back and be like, wow, like Spyro was actually a really good game when it came out, and it just kind of reaffirms that it's an awesome game, and I wanted to give it a little bit of credit because it's a really impressive remake, in my opinion. But games like Hollow Knight and Assassin's Creed Odyssey have brought way more interest outside. Like, with Hollow Knight, like, the story for that game is so deep, and, like, I watch YouTube videos on, like, what's going on with the story because there's a lot going on that you wouldn't really expect for, like, a Metrovania type of game. Uh, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey... Greek mythology is so fascinating to me. And, like, while you're playing this game and doing these sorts of things out here and, like, you're running... You you have, like, a vague knowledge of Greek mythology because we all learned that going through school. So, like, getting to hear all of this, like, in that time period is really cool. And on top of that, like, it's making me speak a little Greek, uh-huh. which is kind of fun. Like, at work, I, I, I... The words that they say, I've been saying it at work, like, all day <laughs> the last couple of days. Uh, so that's like little stuff out outside the game that I really like. And I actually have Duolingo on my phone, and I set it to start learning a little bit more Greek because it's a really cool language, I think. So whether I stick with it is another thing. So do people in Greece still speak Greek? Yeah. Is that a dumb question? Yeah. <laughs> when you said it, I was like, "Am I an idiot?" <laughs> oh, it's, it's you never still know. Speak Greek. People in Latinia don't speak Latin. I mean, come on, guys. Well, Latin Latin, Latin originated uh, in the Italian peninsula. Hedy. Huh? Hedite. Is that Greek? Hedite. Maybe. I'm trying to to channel Age of Empires, villagers. (laughs) Just say Mystios. Mystios. (laughs) Reefer asked, do people in Germany still speak German? (laughs) Look, there's got to be a country where they don't speak 
their language. And... Well, yeah, Br- Br- uh, Brazil. They speak Portuguese. So there you go. Mostly. That well, was my. Was Brazilian my... ever a language, though? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, there's got to be. Yeah. Like, there's those nations, like Haiti, that speak French. French, yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Like, I don't know if Haitian was its own language, but my there's got to be. There's got to be. All I have right. A friend from Cameroon, they speak people. There. People in they Iceland don't really speak Icelandic. Do they speak English? English. Hmm. That's okay. That's why it's a good travel destination. All right. Uh, best keepsake. Um, so for me, Celeste. Uh, I took a lot away from Celeste. It was a uh, excellent platforming. Um, great music. Great story. Uh, that's a game that'll stick with me for a very long time. I think Frostpunk. Frostpunk really stressed me out, and I think that's what I remember most about that game. Uh, once the crap starts hitting the fan, it became extraordinarily stressful. Um, and then Octopath Traveler, I just took away a lot from that. Um, I really liked, especially Primrose's story. I'll probably remember that for a very long time, because um, that's the the character that I started with, and I quote-unquote beat the game when I beat her story. I did end up beating everybody's story, but... Um, that was good stuff too. So, yeah, those are my games. What are we? What are we going with here? Mm. Mm. So, me and Eric had Octopath. That was only duplicate, right? Yeah. Or did someone else have Celeste? No, Corey. Mm-mm. Corey didn't. Um, no one else had Frostpunk. So, what do we think here? I'm Eric. Jeez, oh, I'm almost tempted to go with Corey's again. I was just going to ask you that if if you wanted to add uh Red Dead Redemption to your your list. Yeah. I think yeah. I mean a lot of takeaways from that game. I mean it's just yeah. so it's such a everything about it is fantastic, you know. Yeah. I don't really have complaints about it, you know. Mm. It's a great time. I found myself like hunting which was weird and really enjoying hunting, just getting lost in the woods and hunting animals and like the characters were so cool. Um, I have a uh, nominee coming up from the game for a best moment uh, that I remembered. I had a blast doing. Um, yeah, story was great. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think that one should win for me. Uh-huh. I'm fine with Red Dead winning. Will? Yeah, no, I'm fine with Red Dead. Because my secondary game i was going to side with would be octopath but i'm not i don't care if red dead does win so i'm fine with red dead winning okay red dead yep red dead it is best keepsake uh the 2018 thummy goes to red dead redemption 2 red whoops Okay. Uh, next on the list is a best rainy day game. So this award goes to a game you choose to spend all day playing when it's raining outside. Um, Will nominees? Yeah. So my nominees are Spiral Reignited Trilogy, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and Octopath Traveler. Mm-hmm. Eric. Best rainy day game: Red Dead Redemption Two, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and Forza Horizon Four. Okay. Corey. I've got AC Odyssey and Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, my nominees are Pokemon Let's Go, uh, Pikachu in this case, 
um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and Octopath Traveler. So hmm. we've got a few few crossovers here. Did somebody Dan? You had Smash. Who else had Smash? Anybody? I think it was Dan? you too. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Smash and what? Do we have three Octopath Travelers? I think two. Two. Me and Will. I think two. Yeah. Okay. Corey, what were your games? I meant to write these down, and I don't have AC paper. Odyssey and Red Dead Two. Red Dead. Eric, what were yours? Red Dead, Smash, and Forza. Okay. So it's kind of a three-way tie between Octopath, Red Dead, and uh, Smash Brothers. Right? Uh, and Odyssey. Yeah. Oh, Odyssey. Yeah. Oh, okay. What's uh, what's 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 everyone feeling strongly about something? I feel I... strongly about Odyssey. I do, too. Yeah, I feel strong about Red Dead and Smash. Okay. This is another one though that we, for all these years, we've always put a personal touch on, and it's hard, probably going to be hard to come to an agreement. We could split it. I could go to two games if we don't think we're going to agree. Because well, I would probably pick, I would pick Smash Brothers over Octopath Traveler, uh, especially you know that's something that the family can play. So I'm going to go with that. So do we want to have a Smash Brothers? Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, or Will, what would you go strongly with? Uh, Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we could split it. AC Odyssey, Smash Brothers. Well, let's, well, let's, uh, let's talk it out here. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Let's, let's, uh, we're, we're, I'm not, I don't, why are we giving up on Red Dead, Corey? Not, uh, oh. <laughs> not strong enough for you? So it doesn't, it doesn't fit my parameters for a rainy day game. And I was thinking about them earlier today, and I should have written them down. But I feel like I'm pretty consistent in that a rainy day game for me is a game that teleports you somewhere more desirable. You do always we- say that. Weather-wise, right? <laughs> um, and kind of helps take you out of a more somber mood. Okay. And something something you can get lost in that's another one of my i don't think i can be in a bad mood while i'm playing assassin's creed odyssey it's just so colorful and beautiful and I, and the the main character core i don't know who, who you picked as your assassin did you pick alexios or cassandra cassandra so Cassandra's an amazing character too i was gonna say that yeah she's awesome i in my opinion she's my favorite assassin in all of the games so i think with all of those things it makes playing it on a rainy day that much better like it makes your day so much better mm-hmm. and that's kind of how i feel about it yeah okay yeah i mean my only my main criteria are or my only criteria i guess are something i can spend a lot of time playing and not get bored or sick of it and also something you know you can lose yourself in like court like Corey said a little bit so um i mean octopath traveler would probably be a game i would lose myself more in uh, where Smash Ultimate, I could play all day and not even think about it. So, yeah, I for for me too, I was thinking um, kind of along the same lines as Dan. But for me, I think Red Dead would be my first choice for this okay. uh, because of getting lost in it. The weather doesn't really come into play for me there. Yeah. Um, but like, that's definitely a game that you want to sit down with a chunk of time mm-hmm. to accomplish something. Uh, to see, you know, see some of the story, build some of the characters, and do do all this, the, you know, everything that goes into that game. You need time to do, and if you you got a rainy day and you have the time set aside to do it, I feel like that's like a perfect game. 
um, to do that with. Okay. But it sounds like I'm the only one yeah. who read that. Yeah, so that, I mean, I guess it goes Assassin's Creed, right? I would if say Eric's yes. Eric's top was Red Dead, my top is Smash, and Corey and, and Will are both picking AC, Odyssey. That's the winner then, right? Corey, is the character you were talking about in Odyssey better than the characters in Red Dead? No no character. I, for me, I don't think will ever be Arthur Morgan. So mm. She's not that good, but yeah, she's up there as a I was just curious. protagonist. Okay. So the winner for the 2018 Thummy for Best Rainy Day Game goes to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. All right. Uh, number 10, Most Pleasant Surprise. Uh, this award goes to a game that most exceeded expectations, came out of nowhere, or was otherwise unexpectedly great. Uh, Eric, we'll start with you. Nominees. Octopath Traveler, mm-hmm. Celeste, and Cod Blops 4. Mm-hmm. Will? Yeah, so I've got Blops 4, Forza Horizon 4, and Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay. Corey? Um, I'm sorry, you said Pleasant Surprise, right? Yep. I have Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and then I kind of cheated here, but I figured considering the kind of year we're having, um, it's okay to cheat a little bit. I put Civ Six Rise and Fall, uh-huh. the expansion. Okay. Uh, for me, I put Pokemon Let's Go, Celeste, and Into the Breach. All right. Justifications, Eric. Well, I mean, Octopath Traveler, as I've said a number of times, not my kind of game at all mm-hmm. um, in my gaming history, I guess you could say. So I was definitely surprised at the amount of time I put into that one and how much I really enjoyed it. Um, I remember playing it and thinking that, you know, it could be a contender for my game of the year uh-huh. while I was playing it, which was would be surprising if you had told me that before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Celeste, I think, was surprising to me because it was a very difficult game. Yeah. But I never wanted to stop trying at it, which is something that has happened to me before in games. I'm just like, you know what? I don't have the time to, to put into this to try and get better at it, so I would just stop. But Celeste, I just I didn't want to put it down. I, did, I wanted to beat it, um, and I did. Um, so that one would be on there. And then Cod Blops 4, mostly because it's Call of Duty, mm-hmm. and I was surprised at how much I did like that game, uh, whether it be Blackout or just the, the main you know, chunk of multiplayer. I was a huge fan of it. I liked all the different classes that I used. Uh, oh, man. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't know my volume was on. <laughs> Had a good time playing. Uh, I played quite a bit. I played with Will, and I played with uh, my buddy Bill quite a bit. Um, so, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with this year's COD offering. Okay, yeah. Will. Yeah, to piggyback off that, I... Almost positive we swore we weren't going to buy the new Black Ops. You swear it's every year? Every year you swear you're not going to buy it. <laughs> it's a tradition. Yeah. Tradition like none other. It's, it's a it's meme like at masters. this point. <laughs> every year Dan goes, yeah, you're going to get it. And every year I get mad at him. No, I'm not <laughs> going to get it. Every year we get it. But I think that says a lot to um, <laughs> to the most present supplies because it was it was pretty good and the regular multiplayer was good and you know the best part of it was the blackout mode that was awesome. Uh, my next Forza Horizon Four. If you get me to care about cars, I think that's a win and it's a surprise. And Forza Horizon does that. I am horrible with cars and will always be horrible with cars. But with this game, I become a car nerd for the however many hours that I actually play it. 
I think that's a great argument. Well, I, I, the only reason I don't have that on there is because it doesn't surprise me anymore. Yeah. After the years of playing it. But uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Make, that's a great description. Making you a car nerd for the, you know, whatever amount of time you played it is great because I completely agree. All of a sudden I'm like, oh man, I get this fucking Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> what, you know? what can I do to make it better? It's a Lamborghini. I know that's supposed to be a good car. I need it. <laughs> And you know what? I almost didn't put it on here for that exact same reason that you just said, Eric, because it had it had three on there, and I also had Horizon Two on there too on my most surprise list. So um, probably next Forza Horizon won't make my most pleasant surprise, yeah. but uh, had I to give a little DLC for it. Yeah, I, I bought the James Bond pack. And once again, I had to have car, the cars. It's a car game. Yeah. You and I are probably the least two. The people who care the least about cars on oh, here. Oh, couldn't give a shit. <laughs> By a long shot. And then my other one's Dragon Ball Fighters because there has not been a good Dragon Ball Z game in God knows how long. And this is probably the best Dragon Ball Fighter or best Dragon Ball game to have come out. Um, it's such a solid fighter. It's so much fun. It's so fan servicey that it does everything that you want and it's just it's it's an amazing fighting game and if smash didn't come out this year it would be far and away my favorite fighting game to have ever come out so mm-hmm. okay Corey. um i don't really feel too strongly about either of mine for for me for odyssey uh, i heard heard it was good i think the surprise was that it was even better than the good that i had heard um but yeah, again, I don't feel too strongly about that. Six Rise and Fall, I kind of bought on a whim because Will and I had talked about playing. Um, I had my laptop while I was home with my parents. I thought I had Civ Six, but I guess I had just been playing yours all this time, Dan. Oh, okay. Um, so I had to buy it. So I just bought the Rise and Fall expansion. There was a deal for the gold version of the game, which included the Rise and Fall expansion. Uh, so I didn't really know what I was getting into with that, but I did play one game with the expansion content enabled and uh it's pretty cool some of the stuff they do is is it's just different enough from the original game without making you relearn a bunch of things like i had no idea what anything was going into it but i it didn't there was very little learning curve uh one of the coolest things and i'll just talk about it briefly because i know we're, we're trying to move through these but one of the coolest things is uh what's called a free state and that happens when your people's loyalty falls behind beneath a certain threshold and when that happens, your city that rebelled basically becomes its own sieve uh, for a limited amount of time. And they'll attack you, even if you were friends with the allied with the city before. Um, so that's pretty cool. But you can fend off their attacks and take over the city and claim it as your own. Uh, but it's just cool touches like that. They do like Golden Age, Dark Age thing that changes the whole color palette of the map, which is really cool. Mm. Uh, it's just little touches like that 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 i really enjoyed it but i don't think that expansion reviewed very well so i'm excited to see what comes out in the the new one this year okay uh so my games were pokemon let's go and i think for me the reason why that was surprising is i didn't have much expectation for that and what surprised me the most was how accurate of a recreation uh modernized recreation it was from pokemon red and blue yeah. uh even down to like the names of 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 some of the npcs that you fight being the same uh, and and having some of the same dialogue, uh, that's that's what impressed me about it. Um, so that was that one. Uh, Celeste, Celeste, I you know it got rave reviews. I think you guys even talked about it on an episode before I even had a chance to play it. 
Um, so, it, you know, I had super high expectations for it when I was going in to play it, but it still exceeded my expectations. It's a, it's a, It was an excellent game. Like Eric, uh, you know, I never... I got frustrated playing it, but not frustrated enough to stop playing it. Um, I just wanted to keep keep progressing, keep going, and and you know the that little shot of dopamine when you like cleared a hurdle and got to the next part uh, was was amazing. Um, mm. uh, obviously, just great. one long dopamine drip. Oh yeah, it is exactly. Uh, you know, it just a great game. Um, and then well, oh, into the breach, uh, into the breach. It came out of nowhere. Like all of a sudden, it came out, and it was the next game from uh the creators of ftl um and i was just surprised with how much i liked it when i played it so yeah who's who's feeling strong about uh about games here hmm. i feel strongly that pokemon should not i agree <laughs> that was me i think we get rid of pokemon we get rid of forza and we get rid of civ and i think we get rid of civ for the same reason we're getting rid of forza it's too good to be on a surprise list. Mm-hmm. Same with Odyssey, then. I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't I say that. So. Assassin's Creed games have sucked. I and last couple have been good, last right? Last couple have been good, but it used to be every other. Well, here's the thing. Origins was good, but the last few have not been good, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey is probably the best Assassin's Creed in the series. So I would say it's valid, to be on it. Yeah, I would leave that. I would leave it on there, too. All right. I don't think the Assassin's Creed series has been good enough where like you can't still be surprised when a good one comes out. Yeah. Cuz 3 and uh Unity all that those did come out. You guys <laughs> thought, fucking hated 3. I thought I thought <laughs> yes, Rogue I Syndicate Origins those were all good, weren't they? Syndicate was all right. I recently found out that the Assassin's Creed fans weren't too fond of it. I mm. thought it was okay. Yeah, it it was good. It was all right. Um, but Origins was really good. Probably one of the best in the series. And then Odyssey is better than Origins. Which, I mean, it's debatable between Odyssey and Origins, which one people like more. But Yeah, and another thing that, that Assassin's Creed did in that is, that, I mean, they added dialogue options. They added some more RPG elements. The combat system changed. Yeah. Um, you know, whenever you're throwing those new elements into a game like that, it, a lot of times they fall flat, but they didn't. In this case, so. And I will say, like, if you don't really like the Assassin's Creed series, Odyssey is probably a game you'll still like. Yeah. Because it's it's really honestly radically different from the the older games. You know, it's an open world RPG now as opposed to being a more of a linear third person stealth game. Yeah. So. Point. Sounds like you guys have some strong arguments for AC Odyssey. Well, I feel strongly it should be on the list. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, down. I don't know if I would pick it, but I think it's. What are the other, other duplicates? Well, I think Celeste would have to be in there, right? And Blops was. Yeah. Was I Blops. the only one that had Octopath? I mean, you guys probably weren't surprised that you liked that. I guess. Yeah, I didn't have it on my list. Okay. Um, did you have Blops? Well, I did. Hmm. I don't want to give an award to Call of Duty. Why? It was good. If it deserves the award, it should if get it the award. Due, if it's, if it's, yeah, I, I mean, I guess my biggest argument for that would be, you know, in the past I have liked Call of Duty multiplayer, um, so that I guess isn't a huge surprise to me. I think it was how well Blackout played, um, considering how shitty PUBG is. I feel <laughs> like Blackout is a much better PUBG. Um, 
you know, to put it, I guess, simple terms. Um, yeah, I think that was the biggest surprise to me is how good Blackout was because, you know, there's a lot of room for error there. It could have been janky and messy, but it really wasn't. Plays well. It was pretty well reviewed. I think for the most part, people really liked it. And that Battle Royale mode is a difficult one to get into right now. I think you're, you're taking a chance if you get into that because, like, Fortnite is so good and so popular, you could just fail miserably, and they didn't. And I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that those that that's a pretty good argument for it. Well, and um, the other other uh, Black Ops. Yeah, I'm not a Black Ops fan. I'm not big on the the Black Ops series. I guess you could say. Yeah, and what was the other duplicate? Celeste. Celeste, yep. Celeste, yeah. Me and Eric had that on our lists. Yeah, and I guess again for me with Celeste, on top of what I said earlier about not wanting to ever quit it and just wanting to beat it, um. That one came out of nowhere. Yeah. For me. It just I, came I out some, and was yeah, getting perfect scores. Getting perfect scores. And I was like, shit. Dude, I, I think I texted you guys. I yeah. was like, you guys even know about this game? And, you know, we kind of really didn't. Yeah. And we were playing it basically at the same time and we were all loving it. Yeah. And talking about how great it was. Um, I honestly, my strongest opinion would be Celeste. Yeah. It's yeah. just such a good game. It's, like Corey yeah. said, it's just Fabulous. a perfect. Or was it, who was it that had his best package? Corey. Me. Yeah. I, I think, uh, well, I don't think it should win that one. I, I do think it's a good argument. Uh, it's just such a great package for a game that came out of absolutely nowhere and was getting perfect scores from a lot of people. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that's another one while I was playing it, I was thinking, now this is a game of the year contender. Yeah. To come out of nowhere. It, it was a game of the year contender because it was on the Game Awards game of the year. Yeah. against triple a's like yeah and it's yeah. big triple so a well games made. yeah yeah I think that, that's my pick yeah i would side with celeste i'm picking celeste Corey, celeste works for me all right celeste it is so yeah. most pleasant surprise goes to celeste okay next category uh steamy pile of disappointment and or turd uh this award goes to a game that failed to meet expectations or was just plain bad uh i will start i had mario tennis aces it was a disappointment uh cory i wanted to talk about what you talked about earlier with uh a nintendo game that you know there's a lot of potential there uh the tennis was was fine uh but i feel like they could have fleshed out some of the other stuff a little bit more uh so it was a bit of a disappointment for me Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's all i have so will what do you have so I actually had Mario Tennis, Dan, but I actually subbed it out for We Happy Few because mm-hmm. that game really, really pooped the bad in the end because that game had so much expectations going into it and yeah. really disappointed in the end. Um, next, I have myself for not playing more God of War <laughs> and then Fallout 76. Okay. Eric, I think we know uh... what you're going to put. <laughs> Well, I have actually. I'm adding Mario Tennis to mine too, Dan. Okay. Um, sea of Thieves is on my list. Okay. I wouldn't call it a turd. Right. But I feel as though disappointment is accurate. Yep. Um, I enjoyed it for like, I don't know, an hour, and then I was like, all right, well, I guess this is it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's all there is to it. We, we went to a couple islands. There wasn't really much going on, and I felt like there probably wasn't going to be much going on. 
Um, and unloading water off your boat was only fun for so long. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I felt like in a game like that, you should have been seeing videos popping up on your feeds online saying, oh, look at this cool thing that happened. The only thing I really ever saw was when people saw the Kraken or the shark. Okay. That was it. Yeah. And if your game is like an open world game where you need to make your fun and like discover things, there needs to be more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Um, Fallout 76 is terrible. <laughs> like I said, I did the three-day rental from Redbox. I took it back the next day. I played it for 30 minutes. It was terrible. I, I, I couldn't find anything redeeming about it. Okay. Um, and Mario Tennis Aces, um, that's, like you said, I think, Dan, that's a good point you made in comparison with the Mario Party. Argument. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like, it, it's just not. There it didn't should be more there. It should, it, it, it's not a $60 package. Yeah, no, I agree. That's highway robbery that game mm-hmm. i'm really happy i didn't end up buying it the, i played the the beta or whatever they put out for it and i said you know what <laughs> it is not a 60 dollars game yeah i expected so. to get more use out of it too uh playing with the kids but they only were interested in it for like a week and then we went back to playing like mario kart and and now yeah Smash, it's, it's but... not interesting yeah exactly all. yeah all right Corey, what do you got um, I didn't really have anything that I played this year that I didn't like, except for episode one of Life is Strange 2, but I don't think that's eligible. No, not until it's complete, probably. Okay. That's usually how we do it. So then I got to nothing. Nothing. Just put Fallout 76. I, that's I definitely the play it. turd yeah, did I. of the crew. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it on there. <laughs> So I mean, I, I guess it's between Fallout seventy six and Mario Tennis Aces. What are we What are we going with here? At least Mario Tennis is playable. That's true. I this can't is... even sit down and force <laughs> myself to play Fallout. So it's funny. Me and Dan both talked about how we didn't think we should have a turd and disappointment, but this is a good example of how there should have been a disappointment and a turd category. Yeah, because one is very yeah. disappointing. Yeah, I guess it depends on the year. One's bad. Yeah, it does depend. Yeah, on I here. think Fallout wins this one. Yeah, I'm I'm fine like with you, that. I mean, and you could go to the not necessary argument too. They're just dumb. <laughs> yeah, all around. Yeah. All right. So the winner of the steamy pile of disappointment and or turd award for the 2018 thummies is Fallout 76. Okay. Uh, next on the list, popular game we're least likely to play. Uh, this obviously is a self-explanatory award. Eric, we'll start with you. All right. Uh, sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. I, I did play a little bit, but I always take into consideration, like, will I play it again? Yeah. Uh, sea of Thieves, State of Decay 2, uh-huh. and Fallout 76. Okay. Uh, kind of already gone through why for, for two of those. State of Decay 2 is really the only reason is because I do not like the first one at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not interested in trying the second one. Will? Uh, I've got Gone Home Switch Edition, and then <laughs> Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Fallout 76. Okay. Corey? I have Fallout 76, and this one uh, I'm not going to make any friends saying, but um, is Spider-Man. I'm just... I like to pick a game that I know is popular and people like and is a good game that I just know I won't play. Yeah. Um even though I know a lot of people really like it and probably wish I would, but um, action adventure games, comic books, two strikes. Yeah. I just don't think I'd enjoy it. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll piggyback off of that, Corey. I have God of War. 
and Spider-Man. It's mostly because I don't have a system to play those on. Um, but I'm definitely less likely to play Spider-Man for the very same reasons. Uh, I have the superhero fatigue, like you would not believe. I don't even want to see superheroes on my TV ever. I'm just sick of it. Um, yeah, it's not a game I'm likely to play. I would play God of War if given the opportunity, no question. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't play Spider-Man, I don't think. So. That's it. That's it. Yeah, just, just those two games. All right, three of us have Fallout. Three have Fallout. I think I think that should win over Spider-Man because at least Spider-Man is a critically acclaimed game. Yeah. You know? Um, but that, that is it popular. That's, right. That's the word. It's But it's it's a good game. Right. And I that for me that's the spirit of the award, the good popular game that we're not going to play. And I don't know how popular is Fallout 76. I mean, it's Fallout. It's had to do at least decent. I don't know. That's a good question. I know all of my friends who were defending it that first like month have all asked for refunds from Bethesda. Yeah. So can you from, do that? for varying? No. I mean, to find out. Yeah. There, there's no argument that um, Fallout is a bad game. I just look at it. Uh, as, I would like, just hate to see Spider-Man. I, I really wanted to play that one, and I love the the, the developer on that one too. Well, I'm well good with either. you, you just... could you could look at it this way: How likely are you to play it at this point? I'm more likely to pick up a PS4 and play that than I am to spend a dollar on that. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh... Okay. Well, what about you, Will? What kind? Well, of, you don't. I mean, you don't. You, you don't have a PS4. Are you going to get a PS4? If the PS5 wasn't like two years from coming out i would probably be more likely to get another one but i'd rather just kind of save my money right now and get a ps5 when it launches so can i can i convince you to side with the spider-man argument because what chance are you going to have to play spider-man i don't like i don't like a game being on the list just because you don't have the console though well that's that i I mean that's usually why i have to put a game on there yeah, no, I get it, but I I don't like that argument. Like, I I feel like I don't know. The real popular game where I'm least likely to probably play is Red Dead Redemption Two. Play more, if I'm be- being honest. Okay, That's but but there is that That's... one slight chance that I do want to pick it back up and play it. Fallout seventy six. I'm really just not going to even entertain the idea of getting it at any point. So like that's why that, that's my winner. Um, we can't get behind Gone Home Nintendo Switch Edition and call it good. <laughs> sure. But what if Fallout seventy six becomes good? It's possible. No, 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 no. So here's here's my argument to that. I don't think the twenty eighteen awards should be based on Fallout seventy six could, could be good. Be. No. Well, this award is literally saying what we're gonna do in the future. But now we're arguing how long is it going to take for it to be good. That's like saying, oh, you need to watch three episodes of this show before it gets good. I'm like, well, I don't have fucking three hours worth of time to do that. I mean, if the the award says, you know, best three show episodes or best three episodes of a show, then yes. But in this case, it's saying least likely to play. So Hmm. that's an interesting argument. I don't know. 
I just I I probably won't be swayed to the Spider-Man camp because it's you're a sad sack. It's not. I get, I get what you're saying as far as like it being a popular game. I understand that, but a I don't like Dan's piece about just not having the console. I don't think that should come into play here. Nor will I get um, one to play it. No, and that's fine. But I know it's not like you know we're not arguing. Is it a system seller? That's yeah. not the question. Yeah, but like I, I, I've, I mean, Will's let me bet, borrow his PlayStation in the past, and I would have borrowed it to play God of War, but I would not have borrowed it to play Spider Man. No chance in hell. I, I look at it like with me, I would not have Spider Man in my top ten of popular games I'm least likely to play. Yeah. Um, I would. As I said, even the games like I have Shadow of the Tomb Raider on here, I'm more likely to ever play that than I am Fallout 76. Yeah. Okay. I just, I, I, for me, and this is the last thing I'll say on the matter, like, if I saw Spider-Man on there as popular game we're least likely to play, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that is a popular game. Uh, I'm surprised they're not going to play it. Whereas if I saw Fallout 76, I'd be like, well, yeah, no shit, they're not going to play it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. And I guess... But I hate you, but we can pick Spider-Man. The four of us aren't superhero fans either, really. No, I'm not at all. I'm I'm more want to play that because of who made it. Yeah. That was like when I I played Batman. Like, I knew nothing about the uh, Batman or or any of that, but I love, you know, the Arkham games I really liked. So... And you are right, though, Eric. I really hate to give Insomniac a negative award. It's not negative. I don't think. I think it's scathing. I think it's a little bit negative. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. All right. So are we going uh, Spider-Man? Yeah, we are. <laughs> it's always Sorry, guys. One, there's always at least one category where you guys totally fuck up. And here it is. <laughs> oh, come on. This isn't that bad. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Until we get to the most valuable console. <laughs> Second, second place. Unanimous. <laughs> no, we're gonna fight over second. One of the runner-ups. All right. So I think we're gonna have to if we're getting an argument on that one. <laughs> uh, okay. So the popular game we're least likely to play 2018. Thummy goes to Spider-Man. All right. Uh, next on the list, we demand more for a best new IP. Uh, this award goes out to new intellectual property that we would like to see more of. Eric, go ahead. Uh, only one I had was Celeste. Mm-hmm. Will. Octopath. That's the only one I got. Octopath. I had Octopath oh, Traveler and Frostpunk. Corey. I also had Octopath and I had Celeste. Oh. So we're we going with Octopath here since that was on everybody's yeah, list? With that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was easy. Uh so we demand more for me- we demand more award for best new IP goes to Octopath Traveler. Okay. That saves some time. All right, next on the list is Most Valuable Console. Uh, so for console war purposes, this award goes out to the best console. Will? I have Switch. I only put the Switch, and I'm not even going to think about the other two. Okay. Eric? Um, I have Switch. Uh-huh. That would be my favorite. Uh-huh. Um, but I did put Xbox One X on there. Okay. Uh, the reason I put that on there is I feel like there's a lot of value there between Game Pass and EA Access and the, you know that kind of stuff that it has to offer. Game Pass is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. It really is, and it's cheap. Yep. Um, and the ability to be able to split the cost of that with somebody else is like, I mean, that's almost a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but I, my first pick would be Switch. Okay. Um, my first pick is also Switch. Uh, also followed by Xbox, Eric. I'm I'm in total agreement with you. Uh, both the Game Pass and EA Access are great services to have. Like, I just got my Xbox. I got a three-month free trial of Game Pass. I'm probably going to keep it going because uh, yeah. there's a lot of good games on there. All the first-party exclusives are launch day available on that. So I don't have to buy them like, you know, uh, Crackdown is a perfect example. Like, I don't have to buy that. I'll just play it on, on Games Pass. Um, you know, if I don't end up liking it, I don't I didn't waste sixty dollars. So I'll, I'll more likely to play a game like that. I do struggle a bit with myself not putting PS4 on the list because I personally still think it's a better console mm-hmm. than the Xbox. Mm-hmm. It's got way better exclusives. than oh, the yeah. Xbox does not even close, like, really. Not even not even comparison. Um, I don't know. I guess it's kind of a toss-up, but it's, in terms of value, value, yeah, I would say Xbox, but the better single-player games are on PS4. It's a tough call there. Yeah, that's why you say fuck it and you get a Switch. That's right. <laughs> yep. Uh, Corey, go ahead. Yeah, definitely Switch. Uh, yeah. Number one, the bevy of games and the convenience and everything. Uh, I also had Xbox One X as my clear number two mm-hmm. uh for all the reasons eric said but i'll throw in the just the power horse that it is um i talk a, a lot about my first experience playing native 4k gaming on a 4k tv uh all made possible with the xbox one x and red dead redemption 2 and i was blown away yeah i'll never literally never forget the moment um i first turned on red dead redemption 2 uh, with the whole xbox one x experience and it's yeah. awesome I know the PS4 Pro can't do native 4K. It's close, but it's not quite. Right. Because I watched a very, very in-depth uh, Digital Foundry video on all the breakdowns and stuff on, on Red Dead Redemption specifically. Mm-hmm. All right, so the way, the con- most valuable console goes to Nintendo Switch. All right. Uh, next I time... really wish that that wasn't my favorite so we could have an argument about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just being able to play it, like, it's, like, I've... Oh, I don't I've... think we gave it enough due here. No, no, we didn't. In, we, in let's the, talk about it. Now's the, the time. Category, yeah. Oh, man, I mean, just uh, it, talking about, like, when I took my trip up to New York, you know how much better my experience was at the airport because I had a Nintendo Switch with me? Mm-hmm. Like, I was... <laughs> I was able to look through and see, oh, shit, FIFA 19 is on sale. I had it on Switch last year, and I loved playing it handheld on the Switch. I'm going to buy it here in the airport, download it, and I'll be able to play it, like, on my way back to Virginia. Like, yeah. it's just so convenient and, like, oh, man. It's yeah. it's so good. The games are great. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Being able to play it for me is a, is a big thing. Um, I take it when every day when I go to pick up my kids from school, I'm waiting to go into the school and I play for 15 or 20 minutes here and there. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I took my uh, I had to take all the all my kids to my daughter's piano lesson. We always just we just sat in the car uh, and I had my son come up and sit in the front seat with me and we played Smash Brothers, you know, yeah. in, in my car. You know, I, I even brought my wired controller. I gave my son one of the Joy-Cons, and we played Smash Brothers while we were waiting. Like, you just can't do that with other things. Even, uh, you know, mobile con- you know mobile consoles like the 3DS, you can't really do stuff like that, uh, you know, play on the same screen. So, uh, Also, I want to give a shout-out to the Nintendo UI. I know people complain about it being too simple, but it's it's perfect. 
uh, I just got an Xbox Xbox One, which I I talked about. I don't think I had a chance to talk about it, but the the UI is a mess. Ugh. It is a mess, and I can't believe uh, how much better the Switch UI is for being clean and simple and easy. Uh, it's so much better. So. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so simple. There's not a lot to it, which is per. It's the best way to do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the less, the better. Yeah. Totally. Uh, the, like I, I still can't find stuff on the Xbox One. Oh, system. Xbox uh, UI is it's a terrible. I know, I know, PlayStation's better. Um, I just but... feel like it's always yelling at me. Whereas the like the <laughs> Nintendo, you're just kind of you, you go where you need to go and you press your things and then you get what you want. Yeah, it's responsive. Like, is something feels janky about the Xbox One, even with the One X and the more power, whatever. Yeah, like, man, just going to the store to the home screen. It should be. It should be quick and snappy and it shouldn't feel like a fucking chore yeah Corey, do you do you remember when you were here for christmas and i was trying to show you something on my xbox and i had to mash the a button like six or seven times before it actually responded <laughs> yeah i do <laughs> yeah yeah it's brutal so that's it is brutal it's pretty bad and like when you go into a say you're in the store right and you click on a game you want to check out the price or whatever and it automatically starts playing a video like if i'm not expecting that and i have my volume at 20 and the baby is sleeping i want to fucking throw it out the window Mm. you know it's like don't play a fucking video unless i want it to be played yeah yeah who thought that was a good idea (laughs) don't know (laughs) but yeah it's a it's a hot mess i do like my xbox but yeah that stuff's terrible yeah Totally. It took me a while to figure out. And, and game sizes are ridiculous. Like oh. installing a game, like because you know my son got a few games for Christmas. It took like two hours to install Spyro. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man! I had the and disc and everything. Kid itch, itching to play. Oh a my new god! Game. Think, think back to that. Can you imagine? No, I would. I would have. Say you got Red Dead for Christmas. And yeah. You had to install fifty gigs Ugh. or whatever it was. It took twelve hours. <laughs> You couldn't play it till the next day. It's it terrible. Torture. Yeah. You'd almost rather not get it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, all the first party Nintendo Switch games are eight, ten gigabytes. They download in ten, 10 fifteen minutes. Done. But anyway, enough of that. Uh, next on the list, Eargasm Award. Uh, this award goes to a game whose music and or audio effects blew our minds. Uh, Will. All right, so I've got Forza Horizon 4, Smash Ultimate, and Octopath Traveler. Mm-hmm. Eric? And I feel strongly about all of them. So. Okay. I abstained here, Dan. Oh, okay. Yeah, nothing nothing really came to mind. Um, and when I started thinking about this, like while we've been talking about games, I feel like at the time I was playing Celeste, I remember myself talking about the sound on it, mm-hmm. like the music. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong. But I feel like I kind of remember that. But I wasn't sure, so I abstained. Okay. Uh, I got you covered, Eric, because I have Celeste on my list. <laughs> um, I have Spyro Reignited. And I have Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. So, Corey, go ahead. Uh, I had two. Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, some of the music is perfect for the game. And the sound effects, too. Uh, all really good. It, it's, I mean, it's, it's immersive, which is what yeah. it should be for a game like that. Um, even little things like walking through the snow and, I mean, just everything up and down. Um, I also threw Nino Kuni 2 in there uh-huh. solely for the music. I think it does a really good job of setting that whimsical fantasy 
fantasy environment um and a lot of it's really catchy and very memorable i imagine if i heard any of the songs from that game i could tell you where it came from Mm -hmm. okay will justifications so starting with forza um i mean the sound on that game is incredible uh i don't like i said i go back to i don't know anything about cars but just the sound of the cars as you're racing or when you're doing like those like off-road vehicles and you're going through the woods and you hear like the trees falling down and stuff like that it's just like stuff like that just sounds so good uh, on top of it having a lot of options for you to play music while you're actually you know racing uh, they have a lot of different stations they call them for whatever you want to listen to i think that's really cool but i do have that third um smash ultimate is my number two i mean that game has i forgot the exact amount of hours of music but it has so many tracks from all of the different games that we've known and love and the sound effects that the characters have when they're punching each other throwing items the pokeballs all that is really really well done uh, and at one i have octopath traveler because the soundtrack for that game is incredible mm-hmm. so okay uh so i have celeste uh eric like you said the music in that game is really really good um haunting kind of but uh you know uh, also also a little bit upbeat and it keeps you keeps you motivated in the game uh but also when madeline is having her conversations with um who's the the hipster guy that that she interacts with i can't remember what his name is cliff or something like that it's something like that but uh when she's talking when she's talking the the kind of mumble noise that she makes is is really uh really pleasant Ah, uh, see, I didn't care for that. Okay. Uh, well, I know, I know you never liked that in the in the Sims. I fucking hate it. What what I other what, what other game was it that what, that had that uh, that you brothers hate? brothers? Yes, thank you. That's, uh, why? that's why are we doing it? I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, also, I my what's that the that Mitomo game? Mitomo. <laughs> oh, the game <laughs> that you and there? Eric loved. What, a, awesome. what a great day that was. Yeah, day. That was one of the best days of gaming. Did, right up there we... with. Didn't somebody somebody tweeted something like that like fairly recently? Or I saw something on social media like the best twenty four hours I ever had with a game, and it was that <laughs> one. Yep. <laughs> so I had Celeste. I had Spyro reignited at number two. Uh, both, I mean, the music brings me right back to playing that when you know when I was a teenager. But also, I was playing it last night, and and my wife was watching, and. Uh, she commented, and I had thought this literally a few minutes before, but the the sounds like when you free a dragon, nice. and when cool. you sp- spit fire are very they're very pleasing and relaxing. And I'm not sure what it is, but uh, it's definitely noticeable. I'm actually going to add that to my list too because you're right. How far are you, by the way, Dan? Um, I'm maybe halfway through the first one. I haven't played okay. it as much. It's harder to play I that than that. it is the Switch. Um, so I played a lot more Pokemon. Since- uh, of the new games that we got for Christmas. Uh, and then my last game is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, obviously, the music is great. The sound effects are great. Uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but it has a music mode where you can plug a pair of headphones in and tur- like, turn it off and listen to it like 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 a music player. Huh. Yeah. Um, the, the songs are great. Like, I heard a song. I, I wish I could find it or remember what it was. Uh, it was when my wife was playing The World of Light, and it sounded like a Blink-182 song. I don't know who it was by or what like what level it's from or what, oh. but it was awesome. And, you know, that was just one of the many awesome songs in the game. So, and that's not including the, you know, remastered soundtracks that we, you know, all the, the you know, the Mario songs, the Legend of Zelda songs that you just know. Yeah. So, those are my games. 
What are we thinking here? Well, if I may chime in as chime a in. bystander in this one, mm-hmm. kind of a bystander, but um, I, after listening to everybody, I think I would stand up for Red Dead. Uh-huh. Um, I would also stand up for Shmash. Yeah. Those would be my two that I think I would. Yeah, I mean, I probably would have Red Dead on my list if I had played it because I. I well, Corey I, was talking about it. Like I, I remember thinking the same thing. The music just sets the tone yeah. so well, like you know, continually through the game. And then he was talking about like even like the small things, like walking through you know leaves or snow, whatever whatever the case may be. And like especially when you're hunting, you you really notice that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I if. I would say Red Dead would be my pick. Okay. Well, what are you thinking? Probably uh, Smash Brothers. But we did say that the innocent bystander, which is Eric, for this one, does pick. Yeah. So I will honor that by saying Red Dead. Yeah. I'm fine with Red Dead. I don't wow. Deciding factor. I just, <laughs> I just think thinking back on you know these games i yeah. played pretty much all those games you guys are talking about and thinking back when i was listening to you guys that one i guess to me also like th- that's a new game where they you know did all that whereas like with smash brothers they took music from a lot of old games which is cool and mm-hmm. awesome and all that kind of stuff but yeah like, red dead immerse you in that world that they have largely because of the sounds and the, the music that they put in the game which i think is a lot to be said for and there's like at least half a dozen sequences that are specifically set to a vocal track and it's just awesome yeah okay i'm fine with red dead red dead Red Dead 2 so the winner for the 2018 thummy for eargasm award is red dead redemption 2 cool whoops every time this this category comes up all i can think of is how much i liked the uh sounds in as shitty as the game was, uh, Battlefront. Oh, oh yeah. Mm. The blasters. Absolutely. Every time I read that, I'm like, oh, yeah, Battlefront. How good were the sounds in that? <laughs> All right. Next on the list, best indie game. So this award goes out to the best game that was developed outside the AAA game industry. I guess I'll, I'll start. Uh, so I had Celeste as number one, Into the Breach is number two, and Frostpunk is number three. Corey, what do you got? Uh, I had Celeste as number one, Into the Breach is number two. Okay. Eric. Celeste. Celeste. Okay. Will. Octo- Octopath is not indie, right? Nope, that's Squeenix. Yeah, then just Celeste. Okay, Will. Yeah, I've got Dead Cells, Into the Breach, and Hollow Knight. I feel very strongly about Hollow Knight, but Celeste is going to win this one. Outvoted, so. yeah. Yeah. Celeste it is. Yeah. This is so probably... Go ahead. Just quickly, this is probably the only one that I would fight for until <laughs> like you guys disallowed me from the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I thought Hollow Knight, and granted, I didn't play too awful much of that, but it really didn't grab me. Um, I would like to go back and play it again, though, because I feel like it was just a timing thing. Uh-huh. It's a, everybody loves it. It's a tough start, I admit that, because uh, you don't have any... Slow. Ad- I wouldn't say it starts slow. It's just extra harder because you don't have any skills or anything like that. So you're kind of, if you don't get the combat down a little bit, you're going to probably struggle a good bit at the beginning. Yeah, 
I don't remember it being the difficulty. I just I couldn't get into it, but I think it was more setting and where I played it and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I would fight to the death with this one, but I know there's three people who are going to fight to the death for Celeste. Yeah, so... I feel pretty strongly about that one. So yeah, it's yeah, not, even, yeah. not even close for me, really. It's Celeste number one. This will be where well, I don't plant my flag. No, you have to. You have to play Celeste. Will is what you have to do. I think it's free on Xbox this month. I think you're right. I think it's part so, of the games oh. of gold. Eric's gonna have to download it because I can't download anything. Oh really? Yeah, I, because I don't have live. Technically, we share uh, it, but I don't own it. You do. I didn't so know you have that. To, yeah, you have to download it. Oh yeah, let me know if you ever need me to download something. Oh yeah, because I I do really want to play Celeste. Yeah, I'll download it. So the winner of the 2018 Thummy for Best Indie Game is Celeste. Uh, next on the list is for is award number 19. Uh, I don't know. We're out of order, so I'm not going to count them. But <laughs> Best Ambassador <laughs> Game. Uh, so this award is open to interpretation. Um, so, Will, we'll start with you. Best Ambassador Game. So I've got Dragon Ball Fighters, uh-huh. Smash Brothers Ultimate, and uh-huh. Celeste. Okay. Eric? I have God of War and Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. Corey? I have Red Dead Redemption 2 and The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so I have Fortnite, Fork Knife, uh, Fortnite. Super, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, so I'll give my justification. Uh, for, for this one, a lot of it is like a snapshot of gaming in this particular year. And and if you were to explain gaming and what's going on in gaming in in this particular year, uh, you can't not have Fortnite and Red Dead Redemption Two on your list. I did not play Red Dead Redemption Two. I only played a little bit of Fortnite. Um, but gaming in 2018 was Red Dead Redemption Two and Fortnite. Um, I put Smash Brothers Ultimate because it's a. Oh, another thing about Fortnite too is uh, when I go to parent pickup, when I pick up my kids, I hear parents all the time talking about Fortnite and playing it with their kids. Uh, and what better ambassador game can you have than, uh, than that, you know? Uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate, you know, it's it's. I feel like you could have fun even if you even if you stink at it, uh, you know. Uh, Everybody see, knows I don't. The That's why I didn't pick it. Well, the thing, I mean, the thing I do with with the kids is not do stock. First of all, when you're when you're playing with someone that's bad, is not do stock. Do timed battle, uh, and even if they get they end up dying yeah, a lot, like, like they they still play the entire time. Uh, so they're not three and out real quick, you know, it yeah. gives them t- more time to like learn the, the yeah. moves and stuff. Uh, like I said, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2, even though I didn't play it, it's, it's the game of, of 20, 2018. So Corey, go ahead. What do you, you got? make a good argument for Fortnite there. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's, it's trans, we, we've talked about before. It's transcended just being in gaming culture. It's in pop culture. So, yeah, uh, yeah like with a bunch of females that I work with, like who don't game, know nothing about it. Even they're very aware of Fortnite. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. I want to hear Corey's definition I, of ambassador game. Yeah, because Fortnite really doesn't do it for me as an ambassador game. I get the popularity of it, but that on its own isn't enough for me to say, okay, well, this is the game we're putting in front of a bunch of people. Who this isn't the game we're going to show the aliens, you know? Yeah. Well, as I said, really for me, it was like like I said, parents uh, at home who have kids that play Fortnite, who don't play video games at all, play Fortnite with their kids. 
and that's fine. I'm, yeah. Again, I'm not arguing the popularity of the game. I just, for me, ambassador game doesn't right. just solely like, is it popular? Do people know about it? Is it culturally culturally relevant? To me, it's more about putting the best foot forward for the gaming industry. Like I this gotcha. is our crowning achievement. Um, this game is really good. I actually have an anecdote to tell about Red Dead 2. We had company over one of the holidays, and um, he said he really wanted to see Red Dead 2, and he's not a gamer at all. I was like, oh, you know, I was really selling it to him. Like, you got to see it. It's <laughs> it's so immersive. Like, it feels so real. It's just like, you know, your favorite Westerns you've ever seen. And then I booted it up, and I did a mission, and it just happened to be one of the more uh, gratuitously violent sequences in the game where like somebody was mowing people down with a gatling gun and there was just blood splattering all over the place and i was actually kind of embarrassed that that was the scene that this person saw because there is so much like beauty in that game and that was just a really bad example of that um so for me is red dead redemption 2 a perfect ambassador game no but i do think it is like gaming's crowning achievement for the year uh Uh, and it it is i mean it is bigger than just a video game there is a really powerful story at the core of red dead redemption 2 and um for me that's why it's my best ambassador game so kind of piggybacking off of your was you you said your boss asked to see it no we just we had company over company holidays so actually our dad Yesterday, I was taking him to his appointment, and I was talking with the Thummies, and he said, have you played that Red Dead Redemption game? And I said, I played a little bit of it, and he said he was even curious about it, because he said it looked amazing. Yeah. So, and you know our dad does not like video games. No, he does not. So, that kind of is a testament to what Corey is saying. I suggested to him that he pick up video games, and he had no interest. <laughs> I actually did it again, and he said, ah, well, like, what would you think I'd play? And I said, well, we'd probably start you off with, like, some mobile games to start so you get a little bit used to it. And he wasn't, he didn't say no. Mm. So maybe we could get him all right. start playing things. I mean, I'm okay. If you guys all feel strongly about Fortnite, I'm fine with it. Oh, just... no, 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 no. I'm completely on your side. Oh, okay. I, my take on Ambassador Game is what you're saying, Corey. Um... Well, I hear what Dan's saying. I I don't think Fortnite either is the game that you'd put in front of somebody to say this. This is what gaming can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Red Dead is far and away the superior game, uh, regardless of Fortnite's popularity and you know all that kind of thing. Um, that's not if I if somebody said to me, "All right, Eric, sit me down. What game is going to, you know, impress me enough to where you know I want to play it or I might look more into video games." It's mm-hmm. not going to be Fortnite for me. Um, a, because I'm going to die within 30 seconds. Um, but, yeah, Red Dead is like, it's like a movie, but you're playing it, and it's it's still a game. Because you know there's those games where it's like a movie that you're playing, but you're not really playing. It's boring. Mm-hmm. That's not Red Dead. Like, you're mm-hmm. actually, you're playing it, and like, you're into it, you know? Yep. And it's it's just so good so good and like yep. they would they could get into the characters and it's just that's uh, for me that's the winner and it hadn't occurred to me until you said that though eric but like when there's action you're playing it whereas in those other games that are like movies if there's action it's a cinematic scene that you're just watching or or at the most a quick time event right yeah yeah, yeah like you're in a in a gunfight with your revolver like mm-hmm. you're in it in the thick of it Will, what do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, my number one would probably be Smash Brothers. I picked Celeste because I thought maybe you guys would pick Celeste, so that was my shot in the dark for what game you guys would pick, and I was totally off. I didn't but... pick that because of the difficulty curve. Yeah, I was going to say, frustratingly difficult at times. Okay. I I, I guess I side for Red Dead, um, because usually Ambassador game, contrary to my picks this year, is usually what game you get the most meaning out of. Um, and it sounds like Red Dead Redemption 2 has a lot of meaning in the story. And that's something that I always like to pick and put forth as uh, an ambassador game. So I guess I would side with Red Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, Dan, I will say... I didn't pick Fortnite as my top one. I just wanted to explain my justification. What was your top one? I didn't really have a top one. I would probably be oh. Smash Brothers. Oh. Would be my top one, if I had to say. But, I mean, I've got Red Dead on my list. It's... Oh, it would be okay. up there. No, Fortnite was not my top. I just, like I said, I, I thought it was weird how many parents I know that are not into video games that play Fortnite with their yeah, kids. Yeah, it's fun because people come in and out of our office all the time and they're talking about their kids. And they, whenever video games come up, Fortnite is discussed. Yeah. Look yeah. how much money they're making off of that. They just released how much they made last month. It was something it's, crazy. It's, yeah, it's, isn't it Billions. billions. Good God! Four billion or something. Yep, <laughs> that's disgusting. None of those people Off have to worry. Costumes and dances. <laughs> yeah, that's probably like a hundred times more than Red Dead's gonna make. Oh yeah. So are we going with Red Dead? I am, but I mean, I, I, I I'm. Yay! I mean, it's on three lists, right? You didn't have it on, or you did? You had it on yours, right? Well, no, I had. Dragon Ball, Smash, and Celeste. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Red Dead's probably our best bet, right? Yeah, okay. I think so. Red Dead it is. So the winner for the 2019 Thummy for Best Ambassador Game is Red Dead Redemption 2. Redemption. Oh, I've been putting RDR2, so I don't have to type it all out. All right, next on the list is Best Moment. This war goes to a game that had an amazing moment or several. Eric, I'll start with you. I have two moments. Uh, one was in a game, one was not. Mm-hmm. Um, my first moment was the mission in Red Dead, which was fairly early, so I'm, and I don't know any characters' names anymore because I haven't played it in a bit, but um, the one where you break your, I guess you could call him gang member, out of jail, uh-huh. uh, that was fucking awesome. Because I... I'm an idiot, and I didn't kind of explore all the ways that you could do that. Um, and I didn't have dynamite to blow through the wall, so I just went in and started shooting in the jail. Guns and, blazing. Yeah, it turned into a revolver fight with the entire town, which was awesome. Nice. It was so great. It's one of those cool unscripted moments, you know? Yeah, oh my god, was so good. Um, my second moment is when in our chat, Will made fun of me for not being able to navigate a children's game, <laughs> that being Pokemon Let's Go, when I was I was frustrated because I didn't know where to go next. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't believe that. He called me a putz and said, Eric, it's a children's game. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny, and I tried to tell my wife about it, and she didn't she didn't understand why it was so funny. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was I was dying. I was like, "Oh my god, he's Pokemon, right. I'm such an idiot." Pokemon, which is already for kids, but the kid ver like the kid kid version is where Eric's struggling. Are you on I, the right I, path now? 
Yeah, I think my frustration uh, came from me not really liking the game all that much and being kind of bored, so I was pissed off that I didn't know where to go next because I just kind of wanted to... I was hoping I'd get to the next area and be like, alright, yeah, this is cool. And I was frustrated because I wasn't there. But, yeah. Are you coming around on it a little bit more? Not really. Boring. Dang it. Dang it. Yeah, it's, uh... It's a tough one for. People. I should probably trade it in now. I so has like some worth. So yeah, you get the most value for it. Yeah. Okay. No. Do you have any other moments, Eric? No, just those two. Okay. Will. So I've got uh, four moments. Uh, talk. Or, I mean, we talk about Pokemon. Let's go. I kind of. Playing this game, Dan, you know how you talked about how the remake, how it was just like an impressive remake of what the Switch can do with Pokemon now on top of it being the first uh, game being redone? Yeah. Uh, That's kind of what I have in it because it just brings back all of the nostalgia for me Mm -hmm. that I had for Pokemon. And this is like, I I think it's an impressive remake and it's kind of showing and showing off what the next Pokemon game is going to look and play like. Uh, And I, you know, I'm pretty impressed with it. Uh, and on that same one, I have Spiral Reignited for that same reason. Like, I loved this game so much that I played through all three games twice. And, you know, all the memories that I had of playing this game kind of just rushed back to me. And it's just so much fun to play it. Uh, my next one is all of Hollow Knight that I've played so far. I freaking love that game. And I think it's an amazing game. And the stuff that it does and the story that it tells is really, really, imp- like, impressively done. And I'm actually... Bummed I didn't play it last year to give it uh, any awards for um, last year. Because I think it might be up there for one of my favorite indie games ever. Uh, And my last one, and my number one, is Smash Weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah. I I guess that should probably be on mine, too. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and, like, that's not an actual... I mean, it was revolved around Smash Brothers, but it wasn't, like, a game. But that was one of my favorite gaming moments of the year. Yeah. Was literally doing nothing but playing video games for three days. Yeah. What do you got, Corey? So I could have pulled out dozens of Red Dead Redemption 2 moments. Um, I only pulled out one, and that is the Mad Scientist quest line, which I won't really spoil, but uh, it's pretty trippy because it only shows up at night when it's storming, and you have to find this dude who's working on this project, and you got to help him out with some things. Uh, and that gets a little wonky, but I really love that. But um, all those Red Dead 2 moments can't really compare with one moment from our favorite indie game of the year, Celeste. And that's the white block moment. Um, for me, I don't if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, it's the moment where you find the secret. And then in the secret area, there's the white block from Mario 3. That, who, oh, anybody yeah, who yeah, yeah. Remembers what to do with that block instantly knew and had that reaction for me like that might be my favorite moment in gaming since we've been doing this podcast because it, it like it sounds stupid and and this is such an old man to, to thing to say but it like legitimizes my 31 years worth of playing video games it's like it all kind of culminated in that moment that it's like okay it's 2018 i'm playing this crazy puzzle platformer and then something from my childhood shows up and I know exactly what to do with that. And one thing that actually annoys me about that is I'm sure there's like teenagers out there that because of the internet, because PewDiePie told them, you know, they, they know all about the white block too. But just for me, like just to have that 
validation instinctual yeah instinctual reaction to seeing that block and knowing exactly what to do with it and knowing that the creators put it in there for me to know what to do with it it was just awesome oh god Corey, i am so glad you brought that up i forgot about that but man when i when i saw that white block i was like hey i know what to do here yeah that's so good that's going i jeez i'm half i'm pretty tempted to pick that as my favorite too (laughs) i'm glad i thought of it awesome yeah because I struggled with these, and I, I used to write them down. Like, this is why I miss having notes for these episodes, because I used to write them down, and I could go back and refer to all of them, but I had to yeah. go off of memory. No, that, that's a great, great sell. Just, you, I, I had to go to the bathroom real quick. Uh, you missed my you, I think Dan would argument. agree with that. Celeste? Yeah. The, the white block part? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Celeste was one of the games I had on my list, too. Um, not that specific moment, but the elation you got when you beat something you were trying to beat for a long time. Uh, or it, this happened to me a couple times when I was playing Celeste. Uh, I would go through a really tricky section in one try and I was uh, like floored that I was able to do that a couple t- It happened to me maybe two or three times. Um, when I was able to make it through a, a hard, really hard spot in, in one try without dying. That was awesome. And then I'm kind of on board too with Will's Smash weekend. It's a series I of moments. Throw, uh, throw another one in, yeah. real quick that yep. I had with Red Dead. Uh, Jake actually jogged my memory about it in the chat. Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember which town it was, but in one of the bars, uh, Corey, it's the one where you can go upstairs and play poker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? It's early. It might be Valentine. Yeah, maybe. I don't think it's Valentine, but anyway. Um, so I went in there, and there were these. There was like uh, a gang of outlaws standing at the bar, two or three guys. And like, I went up to the bar to get a drink, just because it was fun to go in there and have a beer, you know, whatever. And uh, they looked at me. The one guy looks at me, and he tells me to step away from the bar. Like, you're not welcome to have a drink here. And so I said, "Well, fuck you." And I grabbed. I said, I asked the bartender for a shot took my shot of whiskey and just started swinging <laughs> and we went at it and i beat up all the outlaws and went to bed and it was awesome nice. <laughs> i just want to talk pictured. about i thought you were oh, talking no. about the, the lenny scene no no that was great too but this was more like a personal one that i had when i walked right. in there and they told me i couldn't have a drink and i was like fuck you guys i'm gonna have whiskey and then i'm gonna fight all you <laughs> It was, just, it was so good. Again, it's one of those unscripted moments in the game, yeah. you know, where you just have 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 a fun, fun experience. Yeah. All right. What are we thinking here? Just, Go ahead. Just Corey. quickly, yeah. it made me think of my unscripted scene, and I I had a prisoner, a bounty that I was riding with, and I got attacked by a bear, and I was able to take the bounty off of my horse and like throw it at the bear, and the bear went over the bounty <laughs> that was tied up, and I took <laughs> off. <laughs> That's sorry. Awesome. Just had to throw that in there. Just have to be able to run faster than the bounty. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. I like it. Um, I guess for me, it would be between the White Block and Celeste and Smash Weekend. Okay. Yeah, it's hard to say no to Smash Weekend. Although yeah. I do, it's, I, I do feel strongly about the White Block moment. The, the The problem with Smash Weekend is it's 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 a series of moments. Yeah. Um, it's not a moment in a particular game good argument actually uh, and, and yeah it, it's it's a fun experience we had centered around the game itself but it wasn't right. wasn't in the actual yeah that's game. fair I, I agree with that so I, I think i'm going to say that the celeste white block 
was pretty fucking cool. Okay. Go I back that. All right. No uh no Red Dead? Um Yeah, I mean they're all cool, but I, I think the way that Corey really sold the, the white block, because I had the same thought yeah. when I saw I just totally forgot that it happened, but uh-huh. I was like, oh, man, that is so cool. Yeah. Like, right. literally everybody that plays this game is probably going to know what that is. Uh-huh. And uh, it's also cool if people don't know what it is, because then I'm like, ha well, yeah. you're, you're too young. You don't fucking remember Super Mario Brothers 3 when this happened. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I, it's just so it's It's like a secret that everybody knows, but, like, also it's kind of special to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think that's awesome. I'm cool. Well, I mean, speaking of dopamine shots, it's a, a dopamine shot. It's the, the payoff was like 32 years, right? Or however long ago Mario Tw- 3 came on. 25 you know? years? 25 yeah, it's years. Like it's coming full circle almost. Yeah. yeah. You know? And completely unexpected. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm good with that. So the winner, 20, uh, 2018 best moment thummy is Celeste for the white block. White block moment. That's good stuff right there. All right. Uh, next category is the old standby. So this award goes to a game that came out any year that we just keep playing. Eric, what do you got? I'm going to go with Rocket League, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. Shocked. Absolutely shocked to hear that. Yeah. I still play it very regularly. Uh-huh. Even if it's just a couple matches here or there. Uh-huh. I've played it on... PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox, anything you can play it on, I've purchased it and played it. Okay. So fucking good. I wonder what's still the... my favorite game ever. Do you think they're working on a mobile version for phones? I don't know. I, don't know. I could see that working. Yeah. With uh, you know, tilt controls on the phone, maybe. But wouldn't be ideal, but No, it wouldn't. Not... It would have you would have to have only mobile players playing against only mobile players. Right. Will, old standby. Uh, I got Dragon Ball Fighters because I played that all year because it came out in January. That's kind of what I played the entire year. Uh-huh. Uh, and then next I have Pokemon and also Stardew Valley. Oh, Stardew Valley. That's a good one. Corey, old standby. Yeah, Rocket League. Rocket League. I, I have Hearthstone on there too, but I mean, yeah. I just can't put the damn game down. <laughs> I, I wish I had gotten more into Hearthstone. I really do. I think I'd love it, but I just I, I, at this point I'm like ah fuck me I'm just too far out. Well, the thing I, I know I don't play the ladder anymore. I just do the arena and yeah. the tavern brawls because it's just too competitive now and it's not fun. Yeah. So I don't even bother with that game mode. Um. So yeah, my games were Breath of the Wild and Super Mario World. I I've played more than I Ooh. more than I thought because uh, wow. of this SNES Classic. I played through it this year. I played through it last year. Um, and then Breath of the Wild. I know that's kind of a new one, um, but I played that for probably a hundred hours this this year alone. Um, good stuff. So, um, Stardew Valley actually will. I would I would also like to add to my list now that I think about it because um, I put another seventy five hours on that uh, this year. So, um, but I, I'm I'm willing to defer to Rocket League here uh, only because that game came out a few years ago. When, yeah. is, when is something going to beat that? Uh, when you guys Rocket, stop when playing Rocket it. When Rocket League 2 comes out. <laughs> yeah, when, when we Rocket, stop playing it, yeah. When Rocket League 2 comes out, yeah. yeah. They don't I mean, need to release Rocket League 2. No, I think it would be a mistake. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's a Rocket League it is then, huh? Will, yeah. you okay with that? Yeah, I'm fine with Rocket League. Okay, so, so the winner good. for the old standby for the 2018 Thummies is Rocket League. Um, all right. Water is wet. Water, another news, water is wet, yes. <laughs> all right, so our final category, the 2018 Game of the Year. This award goes to the best game of 2018. Eric, nominees. Oh, yeah. I've got five nominees I would like to place. Mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption 2, mm-hmm. Smash, mm-hmm. Forza Horizon 4, Octopath Traveler, and Celeste. Okay. William. So I have four. Uh, I've got Octopath Traveler, Hollow Knight, Smash Ultimate, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. Corey? I have five. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2, Celeste, Octopath Traveler, Nino Kuni 2, and Smash. Okay. Um, I've got three. I've got Smash Ultimate, I've got Celeste, and I have Octopath Traveler. Did I say two? Three? Three? I have three. Three. Okay. All right. Well, let's 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 talk about it here. Did you say Smash, Dan? I did. Smash, Celeste, and OPT, Octopath Traveler. So it sounds like all four of us picked Octopath and Smash. Uh huh. But I'm not really ready to give up Red Dead because of that. I I was gonna say. I mean, you guys make make your case. I'm but... not ready to give up Odyssey yet either. Did you you had Odyssey on your list, Corey? No, no. Oh, you didn't. I don't think I played it enough to put it on my list. I think I only played it like seven hours or something like that. Okay. I I feel at least on the games on my list, I would feel most strongly about Red Dead and Smash. I would put ahead of Octopath for me. Yep. I would definitely put Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers is my my pick for game of the year. Uh, okay. Barely over Celeste. Octopath Traveler would be a distant third for me. All um, right, where's everybody else standing on? So, those? okay, let me say Smash is probably the one, you know, obviously, the one that we're all, you know, all have as high regard. I want to make a case for Odyssey, though. So... With Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I want to start by saying that the assassins that you get to play as are the best assassins, like, character-wise, I think, in the game since Ezio. I don't think they've really had a protagonist that they've really nailed since then. Uh, But I think Alexios and Cassandra do it. Uh, Next, the open world that Odyssey has is kind of amazing. It's, It's on par with games like The Witcher like Red Dead with world building. It's pretty incredible how big it is, but how filled with stuff it is to do. And this is a Ubisoft game. I was blown away by that. There's a moment in the game where on the very first island, I'm going to spoil this because it's not very far into the game, uh, but this is a moment that's kind of cool that you can save a group of people in a village who have, who have a sickness, and, or you can kill them. You can do what the priest wants you to do and kill them. So I decided to save these people, thinking, you know, I'm being nice. I was asked to do this for pe- by another person. Uh, this character is an important character to the main character. So I was like, yeah, I'll save him. So I save him. I go on my boat, take off. Like an hour later, the ship captain goes, hey, I got bad news about Catalonia. 
uh, a plague broke up, broke out on it, killed almost everybody on the island. So like, I one small quest that I did ended up killing an entire island. You were, oh, you were responsible for that, and huh? I, it was my fault. It's stuff like that. There's really cool side quests that kind of. I would never have thought Assassin's Creed side quest would be kind of interesting and a lot of fun, but there's ones like where you have to hunt legendary animals and get pelts and stuff like that. There's like places that you go, you go to Sparta, Athens, Atlantis, like there's crazy places that you go and crazy things you do. You're just, your character is so powerful and so much fun to play as. Like I kind of equated a little bit to kind of how Saints Row 4 is where your character just has these kind of crazy powers that you can just rattle off like there's this one skill where you can throw your spear of uh leonidas and like chain assassination so you can just go through areas qu- really quickly and like this is an assassin's creed game where they were like so hell-bent on being historically like this is exactly like it's a linear sort of game semi-open world and like the complete change that the game has done i think is amazing uh and so much fun to play like I can't, I've only put 20 hours into this game, and I want to keep playing more. It's telling a cool story. There's so much stuff going on. It's just, it's really, I think it's it's easily the best Assassin's Creed game, and I think this is a special game that's going to get forgotten about because of God of War and Red Dead. Uh-huh. It's It sounds like the quests are a little bit like... Uh... Uh, like The Witcher, you know, you don't, you can't see the end. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because you do something good doesn't mean it's going to turn out good for everybody. Which I, I like that. That's interesting. Yeah, and, and I, the Greek, the Greece time, like, like area is beautiful. But go on, Corey. I was going to bring up a couple things. Will, um, you made a point earlier about the Greek mythology and how, like, you can relate a little bit to that, and it's enough to. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Keep you in the game based on your limited knowledge of, of Greece. Yeah. Um, and I, I totally agreed with that when you said that. And I will say, honestly, if this was another year, I would probably have AC Odyssey as my number two. But this year I played so few games and committed more time to games that I liked that Assassin's Creed Odyssey is just one I didn't have time to get to. Um, whereas in years prior, that would probably still qualify it for my list because most of the games I didn't beat on my game of the year lists. So in this case, all the games on my list I beat except for Smash, but that doesn't really count because yeah, it we doesn't put... count. does that have a be- does that have a, a beating it? I mean, if you go through know. a classic mode, you get the credits to roll. Yeah, yeah. I like would say classic minutes. mode. But my point is, um, I I liked Assassin's Creed Odyssey enough in the seven hours I played it to make it my number two, but I felt guilty because there were these other games that I really liked that I'm able to show that I liked because I beat them. Mm-hmm. So you, you see where I'm coming from with Absolutely. what... Absolutely. 100%. I, yeah. And I fully intend to go back to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, it, and like that ship stuff that we loved so much from Assassin's Creed 4, because, I mean, realistically, we didn't play or- Origins, so we would all probably say... Black Flag was the best Assassin's Creed game, right? Yeah, for me. So, Odyssey's got everything Black Flag has, but instead of the terrible jankiness of Assassin's Creed, where the stealth is bad, where you're trying to climb things and it just doesn't work, that, like, I have not had an issue with my 20 hours of trying to climb something and not being able to do it. I don't know if it's because, like, Ancient Greece doesn't have, like, these tall skyscraper-like buildings or whatever. I don't know if that's part of it. Um, But they 
they get rid of a lot of like the puzzleness of trying to climb things, so it's a lot less frustrating. And not to mention the combat is so much better now. Like they've really fixed it. So mm-hmm. I I'm Smash is probably going to be the game that I pick as my number one, but I do think Assassin's Creed Odyssey really is going to get get lost in this year. And I think everybody should really play it because I do think it's a pretty special game. Okay. Do you, uh, does Eric or Corey want to make a case for Red Dead? It's kind of hard, honestly, aside from what was already said, to, to convince people that Red Dead Redemption 2 is the the game that it is because so much of its excellence i mean yes it's a technical achievement but but so much of what differentiates its itself from from other games is the storytelling and without playing it you just you wouldn't know yeah okay so i'm not i'm really i'm not gonna try that hard to convince you guys (laughs) i don't know if eric wants to but Mm, no i agree with you Corey. but um I personally, as much as I like Smash, I have a hard time giving Game of the Year to a fighting game. Even with all the extra content with the World of Light and all that, I, ha- I have a hard time saying, okay, you know, it's it's a really good game. It's well made. It's it handles well. It's a ton of fun to play with people. But when I look at that side by side with Red Dead Redemption and what that game was able to achieve... I have a very hard time saying, all right, Smash Smash should be game of the year. Right. Yeah, and l- let me just say, I'm more prepared to argue against Smash than I am for Red Dead Redemption 2, for the reasons Eric just said, but also with Smash. Like, it's not really doing anything different. Yeah. It's another Smash game, which is good. Yeah. They add, you know, it has all, like Will said before, has a shit ton of content. Right. Which, like you said, is, is great and everything, but... I think when you're looking at that versus a game like Red Dead or even AC Odyssey, I, for as strongly as Will feels about Odyssey, I would even possibly put that ahead of Smash, even though I didn't play it. Um, just because of the kind of game it is and what it, what it brings to the table. Mm-hmm. So are we... What, what, are, what are our thoughts there as you having Smash as your number one, Dan? Yeah, what do you think, Dan? I mean, I don't know. Like, I I didn't play two of the games that you guys are arguing feverishly <laughs> yeah. for, so I can't really comment on whether I think it should be Assassin's Creed Odyssey or, or Red Dead Redemption Two. I didn't didn't play. I played very briefly Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, uh, not not a great experience with it because of the frame rate, but um, yeah. I mean, like I said, Smash Brothers Two or Smash Brothers and Celeste are are very close one and two also. For me, well. So. Let me. Fl- Do you guys all have Celeste? But me, I have Celeste. Yeah, yeah, I have Celeste. I want to hear your guys' arguments for Celeste because I played Red Dead, uh, and while it's my favorite Rockstar game that they've put out, I also fell asleep two times within the first three hours of the game, um, and never ended up going back because I just couldn't get through it. Yeah, are, you, are you waiting for me to tell I'm... you why you should go back to it? Because no, I'm, I'm probably not. I want to hear what arguments for Celeste. Well, for, I mean, for me, it, it goes back to the complete experience. It was just, it was one of those games that the whole time I was playing, I had a smile on my face, and it rarely do I get that experience of playing games nowadays where I'm having fun, like. 
that's it's such a rare thing for me to have fun playing a game. I play games for a lot of other reasons, but um, it's rare that a game I can walk away from saying, ah, I had a great time with that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Eric. I I was just going to say the games that I have on my list are all games that while I was playing it at the time when it was fresh to me were games that I thought in my head, this could be a potential game of the year game. Mm -hmm. Every game that I have on here, that's the reason why. Uh Um, Yeah. Okay. But for me, Red Dead is my number one. Um, I would be okay with giving it to Celeste. I have a hard, I have a harder time justifying Smash. Yeah. The more that I sit here and think about it. Uh huh. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, I can't in good conscience give it to Smash. I would honestly, I would be okay with a Celeste or even an Octopath Traveler. Um, I would be more than okay with Red Dead Two, but that's a harder sell at this point. So, are we saying here that there's a possibility that Celeste or even Octopath Traveler could be our game of the year? For me, it's either Celeste or Red Dead Redemption. Okay. Um, Yeah, like I said, for me, Celeste is a close number two to Smash Brothers. Uh, Octopath Traveler is a very distant third. Yeah, and I I had mine ranked as I told them, Red Dead Redemption 2, Celeste, Octopath, Nino Kuni 2, and Smash. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I, the only reason why I asked about Celeste is because it, Smash isn't going to win. Um, yeah. Odyssey's probably is not going to win, and two of us, one didn't like it, and one didn't play Red Dead. Yeah. It's gonna. Be, is yeah, it gonna be one I, of those? I we're gonna have to settle. Should, I don't think that that should, you know, be the reason it doesn't win. Well, one not liking it could be a yeah. reason why yeah. it did, it wouldn't win the thumbstick uh, athletes game of the year. Yeah. And I and I just for whatever reason cannot get into Rockstar games at all. Yeah. I don't know if it was just cuz it was too slow for me. I just like I could not. It doesn't feel like a Rockstar game to me though. I, it, it I doesn't. I was going to say the same thing. But yeah, so if your fear is oh, I don't like Rockstar games. I don't think you need to worry about that with Red Dead. Yeah, because I yeah, wouldn't say but... Corey's a huge Rockstar Games guy. No, yeah, no I, was, did... I wasn't crazy about Grand Theft Auto. But you did like Red Dead 1, right? It bricked my console, man. I hate that game. Out so of love. Red Dead 2. Um, yeah. no, oh, I, I... yes, it did. Yeah, it That's did. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yep. Beardless says, right the wrong of the Keelys, give Celeste its due. <laughs> It did win best indie game. I mean, we've given Celeste a lot of love here. Best moment, you know. Yeah. Most pleasant surprise. I, I mean, like I said, I'm okay with Celeste winning. I I think the right pick is Red Dead, but I'm okay with Celeste. That's my thoughts exactly. So I think Celeste is the only way we're going to come to a any kind of consensus group decision here. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to settle again. <laughs> well, I think we're all, we're all settling a little bit here, right? I mean, yeah, I I it was it really. was my I number two. Will, Will's settling quite a bit. I can't. <laughs> not even having played it. I'm still, my when I say I'm settling, I'm just still being bitter about The Last of Us. Oh, it was Bioshock Infinite, wasn't it? 
Oh, what a travesty. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, Eric, look at it this way. All of the years that Corey and I have just randomly been able to dictate Game of the Year. Oh. For whatever reason. Well, I can assure you that this does not make up for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Game of the Year is usually a shit show on this podcast. <laughs> usually ends in just... Tears. Absolute, yeah. Tears. A mess. Eric's I'll sleep for three days. <laughs> Shambles by the end. Well, but I yeah I think it's got to be are Celeste. We, are we making it official? Yeah. Wow. I think Celeste is your winner. Honestly, I didn't see that coming. No, I really didn't. I. Oh, I thought it had a chance. Yeah, I Absolutely. didn't. Absolutely. I thought it was. I, I thought it was going to be Smash Brothers. To be honest with you. Oh really? Yeah, I did. I thought I thought we were going to settle for Smash or Octo Path. No. I... Uh, only because I didn't think we were going to come to a consensus cons- uh, consensus over Red Dead and Odyssey. Because mm-hmm. nobody played Odyssey and Dan didn't play Red Dead. Yeah, well, you know, hopefully Odyssey can win uh, 2019's 2018 game of the year. Yeah. With with me building it up, I hope you guys all like it as much as Yeah, I... no, I'm, I'm definitely going to play it. I would like to play it. I mean, I'm learning Greek, for God's sakes. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm gonna let you chat, but I gotta, I've gotta go. I got a hard stop right now. All right, all right, buddy. Thanks uh, out. Yeah, well, I mean, we're just finishing up here. I guess we'll make it official and say the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast Thummy Award for the 2018 Game of the Year goes to Celeste. Yeah. Wow. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Celeste. Okay. Great you, game. Yeah, there were some good games this year. Oh, yeah, a really good year. Very good year for games. I mean, we didn't even discuss God of War because none of us played it, but, like, that was yeah. one that was... Speaking of travesties on our list, we didn't play Spider-Man either. No yeah. Spider-Man, Some of us yeah. didn't even want to. I don't. I can't understand that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the thing I'll I'm take the fall for that one. In, Eric. That's all right, Dan. Um, I get it. I yeah. just don't agree with it. Yeah. That's okay. All right. So we want to stick a fork in this year's thummies. Yeah, I think that was good. Yeah, it was. Pace to the the, the thummies this year. I was worried it was going to take a really long time, so I wanted to keep things moving. Yeah, because I had a rough one last night. Oh, you still a little hungover, are you? (laughs) No, I honestly, I don't really want to get into it too much, but uh, I was this close to blackout territory last night. Oh boy. The wife let me sleep until ten thirty, and I woke up feeling great. Oh, nice! Couldn't believe uh, it. I thought I was fucked today, but uh-huh. I yeah, felt great. Nice. Glad to hear. All right, well, that'll do it for episode three eighty nine of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Eric. Well, Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. <laughs>